Welcome, everybody. This is Reality Czar's podcast, and we are hosting tonight, Nate and Tony. Holy shit. Tony's here. How you been, man? I've been good. So, like, I was talking to you about it. I just got back from Pork Fest a while ago. I'm still not acclimated to the indoors yet. Yeah, I'm so fucking jealous that you live out on the East Coast. Like, I'm still afraid of ticks, and that's what keeps me away from, like, New Hampshire and basically the entire East Coast. Why I don't want to go anywhere near there is because of the fucking ticks and the Lyme disease. Yeah, support fest. You just have to check yourself. My understanding of this, and I mean, take this with a grain of salt, is that the ticks have to be on you for a while before they, they cause it until they like swell up and then barf in you. Is yeah, it's yeah, it's like a two day process. So as long as you constantly check yourself, although. It's really sneaky, man. I found one on my back the other day, and I did not even like. You don't feel them. Yeah, you're never gonna know. You're no. never gonna fucking know if it's like in, like under your knee. You know what I mean? Like sometimes they'll just like sneak in like some weird spot or like by your fucking hairy armpit, like just sneak in there, and then you can't even really see it. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. I don't know. They freak me out. The perfect bioweapon. in Oregon, but I don't think the majority of them have fucking Lyme disease. It happens though. Like my friend's dad got Lyme disease. That was back in like California. Like it will fucking happen from time to time. And then it's harder because people don't think you have it on the West Coast. So yeah. The first thing. And so it's one of those things that like if you catch it early, you can fucking do something about it. But if you have it for a minute, like it, it's like one of those things that can really fuck you up. Well, it's one of those things too where it could be a lot of. I'm sorry. Sorry. Go ahead, Tony. I was going to say, like, there's a lot of things that are adjacent to it where, like, it's like, okay, you could get Lyme disease or maybe you have some kind of mold poisoning or maybe a thousand other things that you're just off and you don't know why. And you've probably been off a while long enough so, like, people just don't even realize it. Yeah, because you might start just thinking, hey, I have a cold and I kind of feel sluggish. I kind of feel like shit. You know, yeah. and then you kind of wait, like, a while. You're like, well, fuck, man, this cold has been lasting, like, a month. You know, I feel like shit. Like, yeah, it's one of those things, too. Exactly what you said. It can be so easily misdiagnosed. Like, I think his dad didn't fucking know for, especially because on the West Coast, like I said, it's not the thing that they think you might have. Like, at least yeah. over there, that's probably one of the things they're like, well, maybe we should check for that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's like something that is more common. So anyways, man, you had a good time at fucking Pork Fest? Yeah, you know, the cool part about Pork Fest is that pretty much every type of thing that's in the non-Pork Fest world is present there. Like, you can find all types of people. You can have you choose your own adventure story. If you want to hang out with politicians the whole time, you can do that. If you want to go and, you know, like, no, no, but you can. politicians, Politicians, first of all, they always reek of, like, what's the, they're all fucking phonies. Almost all of them, because they're putting on a fucking like they have to put on their like political bullshit, right? So yeah, uh, I fucking I, I I dislike politicians in general, but like libertarian politicians are even fucking goofier because then they have to like they're bigger liars because for the most part they pretend like they have a chance, you know what I mean? They have to like bullshit to themselves, like they're so delusional, they're so <laughs> out of their fucking mind. It's pretty um, fucking pathetic, dude. dude. 
yeah, my last day down there, I was getting breakfast with some people, and they were like, they were selling drugs in breakfast, but they made a good breakfast. I don't know about the quality of the drugs, but um, <laughs> but um, but some guy came by and he was running for president. Some guy I've never heard of, and they were just trolling this guy. I mean, this guy was probably a little bit on the spectrum, you know, like you could just like I mean, he was running, he was being really sincere, and I felt bad for the guy, and he's just being trolled so bad. And you know, like these guys are not going to vote for. They're not voting. <laughs> like, but well, dude, those are the, those are the libertarians that I enjoy the most. Are the fucking ones that are like irreverent, hate the state. They know the state is a fucking joke, dude. I keep going back and forth though, man. I I, I got to be honest with you. Like, I'm getting a fucking like twinge of neo reactionaryism in me because, like, I see the way that like liber- liberals basically have destroyed, like. Okay, so I'm sitting there watching TV with my wife, like, last night, yeah. and there's this fucking commercial that comes on, and it's about pubic hair, and it's about, like, women shaving their pussy hair, and it's like, don't, there shouldn't be any stigma. Say it, pubic hair, P-U-B-I-C, like, and, like, and then they had, like, little cartoon tubes and shit, they're yeah. like, save that off your twat, and, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? This is on television right now? Well, like. Nothing next to do a hard, like old right wing, stodgy conservative faster than watching shit like that. Well, it's funny because who's the one who put the stigma in in the first place, right? These same companies selling you products to shave you, like you know, like they have it at both ends. That's the funny part to me is that, like, like you create this stigma so we go and buy all these products because you know, a hundred years ago, people were like going all natural with that shit you know well yeah they weren't shaving their pussy you're right like so like all these companies got them it's it's fucking weird dude like yeah i mean because that took a fucking like uh like a what is that called like a public i don't know like yeah basically to get chicks to all think they need to shave their twats and so that became a thing which i mean thank god that was that was a great (laughs) that was a great public push i mean i don't dude i'm not like I'm not a freak that wants like a scorched earth because that's weird too. You're like, you know, there should be something there, but I don't need a fucking like afro down there either. Anyway, who gives a fuck? Nobody wants to hear that shit come out of me. I'm going to yeah. stop talking. <laughs> yeah, and it, it is one of those things that I just don't feel like. I mean, you know, like if you're going back with someone, but you don't know the situation down there, like I don't think it's going to be a deal breaker at that point. No, but I mean, like there should be just a. Uh, some personal self maintenance that we all do for each other for our partner, right? It's like, <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we could all work that shit out ourselves. Yeah. You know, it's just yeah. whatever you want. Like, it's and there's some people that really appreciate, like, they just want that crazy giant bush. Yeah, so that's, yeah. that's good for them. And uh, there's some fucking creeps that want absolutely nothing. If there's anything there, they think it's gross. And I'm like, uh, you kind of sound like a pedophile to me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I was teasing my buddy Ghost because he like because I thought it was a joke, but he was he was like telling they were like joking around saying that he was into midgets. Uh, apparently, he actually is really freaked out by midgets and hates midgets. But I knew that he's like freaked out by pubic hair in general, and so I was like, "So you want him shaved and tiny?" I was like, "You're fucking sick, dude! <laughs> You're fucking sicko!" Uh, anyways, uh, I love yeah. that guy. He's a good dude. Shout out to Ghost. <laughs> 
Yeah, pedophile adjacent or something. Yeah, I was like, dude, that's weird. There's something odd about that. It's a weird it's, it's camera it's is picking it up. Cold. I am dumping fucking sweat right now. It's like almost 100 degrees here. Um, yeah, in Portland today. It's fucking hot, and I can't have a fan on, or else it's gonna screw this, screw up the audio. So I'm suffering for you, good people, right now. Fuck, it's hot, but I've got an ice cold beer that is helping me survive this. Tony, how you doing, buddy? You said it's like eighty something where you're at. Yeah, yeah, about that. It's really humid, so it's been raining a shit ton. I got froth with some just. That's the thing about the East Coast, right? It, it's hot, but it's like humid as fuck, right? It's humid, yeah. It's just well. Last year was really dry, so I'm glad to get the rain. Um, last year, it was just everything was dead, man. It's like a fucking hellscape. Everyone's grass is brown, plants are dead. Like you start to worry about food at that point. Like it really does get scary. Yeah, it does, dude. It's fucking weird. No, uh, I, I mean, and it's all fake, dude. You can tell this shit is fake. Like they are fucking with our weather. Like, uh, like the year before, I was talking to Drew, uh, Drew Misson, shout out to Drew. He was telling me, it was either the year before or the year before. Anyways, like, you remember the year in Portland? I don't know if you were even here yet or is here still or if you just moved, but sorry, I had a burp. Okay, pardon again. Um, he, do you remember when it got to like 120 degrees here? Were you still here or was, it, was that the year you moved? No, I remember that. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Dude, that was nuts. It was the third hottest place on the planet in Portland, there's, Oregon. There's fires all around us, and fucking city was burning. Yeah, that well, was a fucking. That same year, Drew said that at least a part of Australia he's at, they didn't have summer. Summer just skipped that year, and yeah. it never stopped raining, and it was just fucking bizarre. I'm like, that's not natural, dude. It's not human-made climate. It is human-made climate change, but it's not because we're driving around in fucking cars. No. <laughs> it's the fucking, I think it's the fucking heart machines. I'm blaming the Jewish space lasers. I'm blaming the, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know so, okay, like, do you think that it could be that? Like, like that's a lot of power to, like, like I think that we could, like, create, like... I mean... You're like, talking to a moron here. I don't yeah. know exactly what they do at that fucking uh, hydrogen collider. What the fuck is that called again? Yeah. Uh, I think it'd be doing anything over there. They're destroying the weather and they're talking to demons and they're opening up portals. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, maybe. I mean, like, yeah, it could be. <laughs> I have no idea, dude. You're talking to a moron. I just <laughs> have fun. Uh What's new, dude? What's in the news? Like, what have you been thinking about, like, aliens and, like... All kinds of weird, goofy shit that's going on. Uh, Biden just uh, just put all the fucking reserves on active duty or something like that. He's going to send him to fucking Europe. Did you read about that? Yeah, well, I didn't read about it, but um, it seems more and more like this whole thing in Ukraine is kind of a dig against Europe too. It's it's I don't know where it's fucking going. I mean, <laughs> like oh, we that peace and stability in Europe was like. We didn't want that for too long. No, dude, we don't want to get those like stinky cheese eating surrender monkeys. We don't want them to get too comfortable. We got to keep the keep the Europeans on their toes. Yeah, so we got to fucking destabilize the Middle East and flood their fucking countries with migrants so that all their women get raped and their streets are fucking burning to death right now, like in France. <laughs> well, and who, I made who, a meme who? the other day. I was like, 
I was like, France, if Por if Portland was a country. <laughs> it is similar to that. Uh, I stole that idea. Shout out to the media monarchy. Somebody had made a joke on there about that, and I turned it to a meme. It's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, like, how much of, like, well, France always seems like it's on the verge of something. Like, they just, like, like I guess it's easy to, like, part of, like, culture. They sign out people. Because, like, the last I heard, and it might be about something else now, it was just, like, retirement age was going up, like, two years. And like that's the thing about them. They act like they're fucking, like, wild fucking, like, radicals and they're, like, freedom fighters. But they're really just fighting for more socialism. Yeah. They just get really pissed when you're, like, taking away, like, they're, like, when the government's trying to, I don't know, dude, they're, like, no, we want you to have more power. Like, we want you to, to tread on us harder, daddy. You know? Well, it's just so nuts to be, Sorry, like, my internet just shit the bed. I don't know. Oh, shit. No, there's no lag or nothing. You're good. Go ahead, Tony. No, it's just so crazy to, like, stage a riot over okay like you have to go oh, what were you saying, another two oh just like the idea like you're rioting now because like 40 years from now like you'll have to work an extra two years you know god knows what's going to happen in that time like whether or not like we're just plugged into the matrix world war three and four happen like oh like, dude i mean it's just cute that they think that they're out of retirement <laughs> yeah yeah that too. None of us are going to get to retire, dude. That's a fucking joke. No, and you dumbasses are burning down oh. your country. You're just, you're wasting resources. I mean, that, that's the whole thing with the burning down of the country and shit like that. It's like, if they were focused and they were like selectively attacking certain targets, like I would be their biggest cheerleader. I've said that shit about Antifa too. It's like when they were like, when they were, you know, they're still retarded. Like they're trying to burn down the stone courthouse. You're like, that's, that's not going to work dumbass. But I like what you, I like your spirit. You're, you're, you know, your anger's targeted at the right place. And then they'll like burn down a taco stand. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Like, little Pedro over here is like a migrant. You know what I mean? Like, he put all of his fucking savings into opening a taco truck, and then you're going to burn that to the ground? You well, know tacos what I mean? are signed to white supremacy, so. Yeah, I mean, I guess. It's it's fucking white supremacy adjacent. Now now with all the beaner fucking white supremacists. Yeah, yeah. All the Mexican, yeah. So, I mean, he could have been a full-on fucking 1488, I guess. But, yeah, it's just so fucking goofy, dude. Like, so to me, it's like, if they're attacking the police station, I'll, I'll be, I'll fucking get pom-poms. I'll wear a skirt. I'll fucking dance. I'll be like, yeah, go, go. Um, but then they attack mom and pop shops. So it's the same thing with Paris, dude. Like, I loved when they, they, I think they like occupied the Black Rock, uh, like building for a minute and like, like fucked it up. Like they're in Paris. I think they'd like really fuck some shit up over there. That's awesome. Fuck yeah. More of that. But I, I mean, dude, honestly, like the, the media is like really blacked it out a lot. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I have no idea what's actually happening in France right now. I no. only get bits and pieces from like a video from Telegram or something. I'm like, whoa, that seems fucked up, you know, but how the fuck would I know? I don't know what the fuck's going on over there. Yeah, no, no I'm guessing it's basic my guess would be that it's just a couple of blocks i think it's just enough to get on the camera shout it out to the world and it's I, it's a fucking war zone in those two blocks though 
Because yeah. some of the pictures that are coming out of there, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> like cars flipped over on fire. Smoke is fucking filling the air. Like, like people are all bloody. I'm like, holy shit. But, like, but I, I mean, that's the same thing that was happening in Portland. Exactly. It was really only a couple of blocks that were, like, really fucking wild. And then the rest of Portland was pretty chill for the most part, unless they get a wild hair up their ass. You remember when Antifa was literally going through neighborhoods with bullhorns, and they're making people come out of their houses. They're like, Black Lives Matter! Say it! Say it! <laughs> like people would have to come out of, or what? What were they gonna do? Were they gonna burn their house down? Like what if they weren't home? You know, yeah. like what if people are probably like turning their lights off, pretending not to be home? You know, oh like my god, that is so, so I mean, intimidating. Yeah, they went off script on that one. That is such a dick thing to do. Go to someone's house. It's not to harass. Like you know, this is as close to a lynching as we've been. Like, like your home, man. That's like. Like that's a safety man. Like when you play in tag, you tap, you touch the tree. Like you can't get, you know. Yeah, safety. You can't violate. You can't violate that shit. But yeah, they, well, it's also funny that like they know where they can do that and where they can't. Because if they came to my neck of the woods and tried that shit, they'd fucking get sent home in a body bag. Like yeah. the good old boys out here and like in in Columbia County, they would not be okay with it. And there, there's you know like. They're pretty chill. Like, for the most part, right-wingers are pretty, like, just leave me alone, you queer. You know what I mean? They don't really care. But, like, is like there's, like, I have neighbors down the road that have, like, the trans flags and all this and that. Like, so nobody gives a shit. But if, like, Antifa was, like, legit coming up trying to intimidate people, there would be a problem. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's not, like, there's not, like, radical, mean right-wingers. They're just hillbillies who want to be left alone. But if you came to the neighborhood and were trying that shit, it would not go the way they'd want it to go. It would not be good. No, it's. I think it's kind of like what your meme is. Like it's just if it's not actually the same people behind the riot and the Paris um, or the Portland. And, I think it's, it might be. It probably the is. Same groups of people. It's like Soros money. It's like these big fucking uh, like groups of psychos that like start this kind of shit. They initiate this kind of shit. Well, it's the same um, logic. It's the same. Like, they're playing the same game. So it's, it's the like, same. It's the same instability game, right? Yeah, like, yeah. It's like uh, what's his name, Macron. Uh, they're fucking. They don't even have presidents. What the fuck is he? Like prime minister or whatever the fuck yeah. is. Um, he's been flirting around with the BRICS shit. You know what I'm talking about? Brazil, Russia, yeah. India, China, uh, South Africa. He's been, he he asked them to like invite him over, and then he was playing like footsie with China for a minute, like trying to like suck yeah. Xi Jinping's toes and stuff. And like he he's playing with our enemies and trying to like trying to. And he's like, anyways, he's been doing some goofy shit like that. And I almost think that this is like, this is almost like um, the CIA saying, like, how much you want to play? You, <laughs> how much you want to play? I can get to you. <laughs> I'll fucking, I'll, I'll fuck you to death with a fucking, with a baton like uh, Muammar Gaddafi. <laughs> They're going to kill you with a sword in your ass. Like, yeah. Like, it could be just that, like a little intimidation, like them fucking with him being like, we could get to you. You want to see a color revolution? 
Francis had him before, people would believe it. See, the problem you know? with that now is like everyone knows how to do it. So it's just like it's just like pushing a button on your computer. Just instead of like you get like a thumbs down, you get a fucking three months of riot. You get three months of riots, and then all of a sudden, like, where do these pallets of bricks come from? Like, these know. just appeared here. What the fuck? <laughs> but it's probably just some someone probably has like a fucking app on their phone where they're just like you just punch in some coordinates and like minor riot. Like you want want an increase of shoplifting. You want like whatever you want. Like you just calculate it, and we get so much metadata that we can just basically manipulate enough people and do whatever you want. Well, dude, if you listen to uh, uh, if you listen to um, uh, Binkley uh, from the Propaganda Report, he is like part of like so he would like sign up for like these newsletters from these like woke crazies, right? And so it's like the same type of people that are like um, the people that would say like the vote got stolen in Georgia, right? Like uh, Stacy, what's her name? Stacy Abrams. Yeah, her type of groups, and there, there's all these like radical lefty groups that like you can get on their sign into their like email newsletters and stuff, and they legitimately they give you talking points. They tell you like when and where to show up, where to fucking riot. They have places where you can pick up your signs. They have places that you can like organize. Like, and so he's like he had signed up for like a lot of these groups, and he gets the emails. And like I, I haven't listened to that show in a minute, but he used to like read the fucking emails sometimes. They're fucking interesting as shit, dude. So he's like, he's anyways, he's part of their like newsletters and stuff. And like, dude, I, there's like actual like organized. And, and the thing is, like, if the right was doing this, they would call this like in like insurrectionary. Right. But like, I don't like to play in the left, right bullshit. It's, it's all one thing. But the Democrats uh, are like they're right now, at least they're part of the establishment. So, like, the establishment lets them get away with this shit, right? And they let them seriously get away with this shit before the vote. You remember that? And then after Joe Biden became president, then they were like, all right, Black Lives Matter. You got to rein it back in. You remember that? And then they, yeah. they, they had to calm it down again. So they have a lot more control over this shit. It's like, it's like a rabid dog that they have, like, that they, like, keep in a cage. And when they need to, they, like, kick it a few times and then open the cage and let them go nuts. Well, just well, like COVID just stopped mutating, right? Because it knew. Yeah. And like, so this is one of those things that it's like there's a lot of just like groundswell of like normal ding-dongs that are just going to go along with it. But there is an actual like structured organization behind this shit. So like it's not like everybody's in on it and everybody knows. It's like a lot of them are just like goofy white women that are fucking bored, that have nothing else to do, that are on fucking welfare, that have boarded all their fucking kids and their cats over there and they're just wine drunk. They want to be like fucking strong power bitches. You know what I mean? And so they're gonna like they're gonna show up with their fucking stupid dikey do that's all purple and they're gonna go smash the fash. And it's just goofy fucking, like, they just need to get the cobwebs knocked off their snatch and get go to Boundtown. Like, but these women, are they're just gross slobs, and so nobody's going to do that. And so they're just angry and bitter, and they're <laughs> looking to fight. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, like kind of, it's kind of operates the same way, like, every other military operates. It's just, like, this new kind of way of fighting. But it's just, like, you're, you're, like, you're up there who... um 
give the orders, they orchestrate everything, they just like pass down stuff to more and more local level. So you just got a bunch of people who don't know what the fuck they're doing, but they're fighting people. So Well, I mean, you can also how many gross slobs can you just throw in the front lines? You know what I mean? Like they don't they don't fucking matter. Like you can just put all these like little skinny twinks and dorks and like be like, all right, you're fierce now. Go well, smash that fash. You know, well, it's yeah, it doesn't matter because it's not a physical fight. Like no one's for the most part engaging in actual violence. So it's all just like this optics, it's blowing shit up. But it's like, yeah, you could be fat and slot. Like it doesn't matter. And it's, and it's and it's LARPing too, and it's fun. Like I remember being like a fucking uh like preteen, I was probably like twelve. There was all these fucking dorks that would show up at the park in Sequoia Park, if people know what I'm talking about, no, Greek, no. California. All these like dorks would show up to Sequoia Park on the weekends and they would they would show up with like their sweet like PVC pipe swords that are like wrapped in like fucking like styrofoam and duct tape and like would have and have like bow and arrows and shields and stuff. They'd all be all they'd go to have this big LARP war and they'd all like fight each other and stuff. Like that's what that's what these guys are doing, except they're grown ups. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, and also they don't know they're doing it. That's like, we need to bring that back. Because then at least like, you, you don't actually hate the person that's you're fighting. Like you're just having well, fun. Yeah, you're them. right, dude. Like this should just be like fun. People should get their like, you're you're absolutely right. Like more people should be able to like go and have fun and like fight. They, they need to start doing more like D&D or like start having, you know, there needs to be other ways like for people to get out their aggression. And maybe in a lot of ways, like I've read like, the etymology or like kind of what happened with uh like like because the people would demand right um what the hell what the fuck am i talking about uh people roman coliseum shit right people wanted that people wanted to see public executions people wanted to see like somebody get fucking stabbed in the heart people wanted to see people get eaten by lions and shit like the people would love that shit and so then they started trying to like ease it up and nice it up and that's where you get like football and that's where you get all these like these like big sporting games to get your excitement all up. And you're like, Oh, get your aggression out on the weekend. You drink some beers and, and like maybe headbutt somebody. And you're yeah. like, yeah, my team, my team rules. Right. And uh, so I mean, for some of these goofy fucking like lesbian, like underwater basket weaving, like dance lesson psychopaths, like they don't have a sport really. Like what are they supposed to do? Uh, so like, this is their sport. Yeah, this is their outlet. This is where they get their angst out, and there should be some healthier places for them to do this. Like, yeah. um, I get yes. what do I? How do I do it? Like, I just get on here and I talk a bunch of shit. I guess that's what this is me getting my angst out right now. You ever um, see the knights, like the people who dress up like medieval knights, and they just attack each other in mass? Dude, that's what I was talking about. The LARPing guys, those guys, yep. full on. But yeah, they're not like styrofoam though. Like some people do yeah, it with yeah, actual yeah. weapons, and it's dude. I love Ren Fairs. Ren Fairs are fucking fun as shit. Yeah, no, like we should have like all sorts of like what, like dude. I was watching I'll fucking I'll get like I'll have a sword on my fucking hip, and I'll and I'll be like I'll eat a turkey leg, and I'll be drinking mead out of a fucking horn and shit. I love Ren Fairs. That shit is so much. Now, I like the idea of like a walk. I'll grow box. this out. I like gotta bead can... <laughs> my fucking mustache and get it all fucking braided and shit. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's fun, dude. I love that shit. No, I mean, yeah, there needs to be more shit like that. And or maybe we should bring back public executions for like pedophiles. I, this is on YouTube. <laughs> I think my internet went out. I don't know if you heard what I said. It's a little glitchy, but yeah, I, I get it. I get what you're trying to get at. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know how I feel, but like that would be interesting, like the public don't, execution thing. Are you still there? Yeah. Everybody? Yeah. Oh, man. Can you hear me? Okay. Now I can hear you? Yeah. Dude, okay. I supposedly, I spent so much money on getting literally the best internet you can get. Um, but it's the best internet you can get in Scapoose, I guess. But it's supposed to be, like, legit as fuck. And it's still shitty. It still sucks. Uh. I have, I'm directly, like, I have my landline. Uh. I'm directly connected to, like, Ethernet connected to this, like, fancy booster that's also connected to my fucking modem. Like, my internet is supposed to be tits, dude. Like, the best. And it still sucks. That's weird. Sapoose isn't that far out. I mean... No, dude. But it's far enough out where you're kind of, like, you're kind of fucked with one of those, like, shitty monopolies as far as, like, this is the only kind of internet you can buy. Like, yeah, there's no other yeah. competition. So, like, I spent a lot of money for the very fucking best internet money can buy you in Scapoose. And it still sucks. But, <clears throat> anyways, what I was saying is, I don't know what you heard, but I was saying... Uh, should I repeat it? Did you hear what I said? <laughs> you were executing um, some public executions. Yeah, I just feel like yeah, yeah. once we have that, like they're gonna find like people and just exit. Like, like once you turn that into entertainment, like everyone's being executed. Like they're just finding people. Yeah, I know it's not like it's not a great them. idea, and I'm no. and I'm mostly kidding. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. It's, Uh, well, what do you think is going to happen in the Ukraine, buddy? Uh, How much longer can they keep that shit up? I don't know. Like, and again, it's one of those things that I don't really know what's going on over there. Um, it seems like the fighting is a little bit real over there. Like, it, like it's interesting because you get all these like law pin things, and then like when you start to see like stuff that's happening, where it's like, oh yeah, this is like what war looks like in you know twenty first century. And it's um yeah, I mean it's hard to really know what the fuck's going on, right? Like like we'll never get the full fucking story, but I mean clearly all right, I'm gonna make some folks mad because I have some Ukrainian friends, like legit really good friends of mine that are Ukrainian, right. and actually some family members that are Ukrainian. Um <clears throat> you guys are Russian. Nobody sees you guys as anything different. Uh, you guys look alike. You guys sound alike. Uh, you guys have a shared history. Uh, the Kievan Rus, I mean, they, you guys basically came from the same lineage. Um, I think you guys are fucking Russians. And so this is almost like uh, like a civil war, like a little like, uh, like cousin infighting sort of thing. And so I basically, I have nothing, like it doesn't bother me. I mean, I don't want to see like, uh, I don't want to see innocent people hurt. And for the most part, dude, like the people that are really suffering, like, dude, I mean, okay, more nuanced answer. War sucks in general. 
Secondly, almost all the soldiers, because I was going to talk about the innocent people, and I am, and I'm very concerned about the innocent people in this, because it sucks that the United States is getting involved in extending this and making it worse. But then I was kind of kind of scoff at the soldiers' lives, except, dude, almost all these guys are fucking conscripted. None of these fucking guys volunteered. <laughs> like, the Ukrainians, it's like, if you're like 12 to like 85, they put a gun in your hand and force you to fight. It's something ridiculous like that. So it's like none of these guys wanted. I mean, some of them probably did legitimately. Some of them were like, hey, I want to defend the homeland. And I get that 100 percent. I would be there, too. But um, it fucking sucks for the normal, like average fucking person. Anyways, long story short, what I'm saying is uh, America needs to stay the fuck out of it because it's seriously not our fucking business. We need to get our shit the fuck out of there. But it's it's been our like weird little pedophile playground for so long. It's so many like filthy creeps in the United States. Like it was one of those wild places, dude. It was the wild fucking West. Uh, somebody says, "Woo!" Thank you, Adam Bomb. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. No, it's been a fucking it's been a fuck fest. Like it's one of like the highest um, like uh, child trafficking and human trafficking like hubs in in Europe was the Ukraine and they were using it to fucking money launder, do all kinds of wild fucking crazy shit. Israel was like, uh, before, like, so that's a funny story. Israel was dumping and there was documentaries about this. Israel was like bringing in grips of young Ukrainian girls to fuck. And then, and, and to marry, they were doing like mail order bride things and like bringing them over here and bringing them over to Israel and raping them. And, um, but then some more right wing, uh, like radical nationalists in Israel were like, hey, we don't like this because every once in a while you're knocking them up and then you're making m like mongrels, basically. They're like, oh, we want pure, we want pure Jews and you're, you're like muddying the bloodlines. And so they actually stopped bringing in so many only because they were getting pregnant and they didn't like that. That's pretty fucking interesting. Um, so, I mean, Ukraine has been like this whole, just really a fucking tragic situation since the USSR fell and they've just kind of been like, like tag teamed and like trafficked to like the rich elites from every single country from like the United States to Israel to like probably all of the EU has been using it as a fucking playground, you know? And now like, there's probably some significant evidence in there. Like you've, I've definitely heard those stories that that's what like Putin was trying to do. He was trying to uh, like, he was trying to go in there and try to expose some of the, because also dude, they were uh, doing major, like I, we're on YouTube right now. This is probably already going to get taken down, but whatever. Um, they were doing like major genetic testing and doing some like germ theory, like pharmaceutically kind of bad shit there. And uh, because there's no rules. Right. And so like Russia was trying to expose that too. And I, that's all of that stuff too is kind of silly because it kind of makes like Putin sound like the good guy in the yeah scenario, yeah which is like I I have to fucking second guess all of that shit too because I don't think Putin's a fucking good guy either anybody that's in charge of a country is not a good guy um but I certainly don't give America like a pass and say like oh we're the good guy in this scenario like the whole American exceptionalism is fucking lost on me that's bullshit. Yeah, they're definitely just in the middle of shit. And it's, I bet you there's a lot of people when that first happened, they were like, okay, like we need to defend our land. But now that it's been like over a year, it's like, okay, like we gotta figure something out. Like, 
And I think that's it, it's been a minute. We, you were on the episode that we did with uh, with <laughs> Scott Horton, right? You were there. Yeah. We, that was a minute ago, dude. And that was like two weeks before it kicked off. Do you remember that? Like, because Scott was like, no he way. Was, no way, no way. Yeah. Yeah. Invaded. <laughs> we were off on that one, but yeah. Well, that's the thing, man. Like, we just don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what's over there. If Scott Horton doesn't know, then our goofy asses really don't know. Yeah, we just need. Yeah, I think it's just. Yeah, we need to get the fuck out of there. We we're escalating it. Um, yeah, and it's like if we're sending weapons, and those weapons are probably being sent elsewhere. You know, half of Africa is in a civil war right now, so you know those weapons are coming from. Are they? I don't know about that, dude. Do you know that they fucking track back some of the weapons that are being used right now in France? Like they found like these like machine guns, all these crazy weapons. They're like, hey, these are the weapons we gave to the Ukrainians. (laughs) So that shit just the second it hits the ground, some like Ukrainian oligarchs—they're the ones that get all of the fucking shipments. They're like instantly like probably keeping what they want and then selling the rest. You know what I mean? Like. None of that shit's getting to anybody. Like that's, no. that's be about like uh, like foreign aid for the most part is like what will happen is like for this tiny little poor shitty country like in the middle of like Timbuktu, they're like the the normal people are fucking starving to death. And rich countries like us will just go and like dump obscene amounts of money, uh, aid, medicine, food, whatever the fuck you want, right? And we drop it off over there, and they have such a corrupt government that it fucking gets taken by all these like warlords and like gang leaders basically. And then they sell it back to the people or use it themselves. And like the people that actually need it never get a fucking thing, dude. Well, I mean, or they have to like fuck for it. Like they'll literally be like, you know what I mean? Like, it'll be, it'll be awful. They, They do terrible things. And so like a foreign aid is like, it's, it's a goddamn joke, dude. And really what foreign aid really is about. It's not like they'll sell it to you as we need to help the poor starving people of Shaboombabop or whatever the fuck it is. Right. But really what it is, is we want our leader in Shaboombabop to do what the fuck we want him to do. And so this, it's basically an open bribe using money that they take from the taxpayers. Well, and also, once you start to win the war, then you stop getting the weapons that you're selling. So you have no incentive to actually improve the situation. More people die, the more foreign aid you need, right? Like, you want that. You want to get get those death tolls up so people feel bad and they start to send you stuff and they can be kind of justified in the public mind. And yeah, it is completely fucked up. Well, dude, and then they're also in the guise of NGOs, non-governmental organizations, they'll send like aid and things like that. But like, really, what does that look like? Like the Red Cross has been caught a bajillion times going to like a small poor country that fucking really needs aid and help. And what do they do? Rape all the kids. I'm not kidding. They've been caught like you can look this up right now. (laughs) The fucking Red Cross has been caught a bajillion times busting nuts and kids and like selling kids and doing this and that. And they're like, Oh, you want some food and rice today? Well, you're going to blow me and all my buddies. And this kid's like, what? Uh, Oh yeah. You want that bag of rice? Yeah. Hmm." Like, dude, they've been caught so many fucking times. And you know what happens? Because they're all from like different crazy countries. Not, they're not all Americans. They're not all from this, that, and the other, they can't be punished because they're like, they're like on a like voluntary mission 
like serving like so like let's say this person's like volunteering from south korea like that'll happen where the south korean will fucking volunteer and now he's in haiti and now he busts diddle some awful some terrible he does some awful okay and then like haiti has no way of punishing him and then all basically what happens they just send him back to south korea and it just it's a like it's it's one of these fucking terrible fucking things. And it's why if you look at a country like a Venezuela, do you remember this? Um Venezuela when they were like hungry as fuck. They were like eating their pet rabbits. Do you remember they were like yeah, yeah. Rabbits, you're gonna save the economy? And they were like, there was all these fucking articles coming out of Venezuela about people like starving to death. And it was and it was really fucking tragic. Uh Nicolas Maduro was like, no, no, no fucking aid. No fucking medicine, no NGOs, nothing. And people are like, he's going to kill his people. What? Why? Because those NGOs were full of fucking CIA agents that were trying to overthrow him. And he fucking knew it. And do you remember that? There was like a, this bridge and it, and it had like a fucking, uh, it had like semi trucks full of like food and aid. And he blew up the bridge and wouldn't let him come over. Like that was, yeah. a fucking, it was a big deal at the time, but he wasn't wrong. He wasn't fucking wrong because so many of those NGOs, those non-governmental organizations, they really are just fucking feds. Like tons of them were fucking just CIA. Like he was like, is Nicolas Maduro a piece of shit? Sure. But was he right in that scenario, at least from his perspective, to not let all those fucking trucks in? I think so. <laughs> All yeah. those nurses <laughs> they showed up and <laughs> just smoked his ass. Like, yeah, from his perspective, up. yeah, it's, yeah, uh, from his fucked up perspective, he was he was that was a good call. There's a reason why he's still in charge, and they've been trying to kill him. You remember the, what's the name of the guy that they tried to replace him with? They, he's just they call him America just recognizes him as the de facto leader of Venezuela, but nobody else does. Yeah, <laughs> you I, I don't know his name is. Yeah, it's just um, yeah, plan didn't work. He's though he's in charge of Venezuela. I'm gonna look that up because I'm fucking curious. Like, I I, what were you saying? Tony? Just such a shit job, man. Like, just trying to maintain control over like a country that's about to collapse. Like, it's you know, sad. everyone wants to kill you. Okay, that's good. Um, that's funny. Because uh, I just, I Googled it. I just wanted to see what the fuck they were going to say. If I Googled uh, Venezuelan leader, it does come up as Nicolas Maduro. Because I was wondering if they would just say the other guy's name. Because like, no. America just recognizes him as the leader. You know, and sometimes Google does their work for them. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's funny as shit. It's a little uh, bit too obvious not to do that, though. Yeah, well, I mean... Juan like, Guaido. Juan Guaido. That's Juan what it was. Guido. Yeah. On January 23rd, uh, 2019, Guaido and the National Assembly declared that he was the acting president of Venezuela. So you're yeah. just declare it? Uh, like, I'm going to declare it. I'm the president of Venezuela, right? You know? Okay. Like he tried, he tried, but do you remember that he like went down there and he thought people were going to go and like support him and help him out. And they were like, they were going to fucking murder him. And he had to get the fuck out of there. So like he'd been living in like Texas at this point. I think, I, I wonder where, let's find out where Juan Guaido is. I thought for a minute he was like living in Texas, but still pretending that he was in charge of fucking Venezuela. What a oh, fucking yeah. goofball. 
Oh, he's somewhere, man. I don't think. I don't think former acting president of Venezuela. Yeah, thirty-nine years old. He's a young guy. Let's see here. Uh, where is he living? Where is Not he Venezuela. now? Let's see. <laughs> Uh-uh, no, he would die. <laughs> yeah, Not Juan Guaido seeks support in Washington after causing a stir in Colombia. This was back in May. What happened to Juan Guaido? Where the fuck? He's in exile. Um. Oh, he was denied entry into Colombia. Yeah, nobody's fucking with that guy, dude. Um. Yeah, nobody gives a shit about that guy. He's yeah, like they're not even going to tell me where he's at. Kinda, except for like half the country pretends that he is our fucking president, that he's not a dead corpse, and that he's not diddling kids. Did you see that picture of him at NATO? Where or that video of him at NATO where he licked a kid? Yeah, he's um, (laughs) we're just pretending that it's normal, dude. Dude, I was talking to my wife today, and I was like, because we were sitting there discussing it, and I was like, half of the country is so fucking stupid that like. He it could legitimately come out right now that the president, the free leader of the, of the world, basically Joe Biden himself, could be like making smoothies out of aborted fetuses and drinking them every morning to stay sharp, and no one would give a fuck. No. I don't think anyone would give a shit. Yeah, the right wing, like it would, it would go in the Fox News circles and they'd be talking about it. But, like, they wouldn't do anything. And what are they going to do? And they're like, I mean, I don't know, dude. It's just one of these fucking things where, like, there's so much dirt on him. Like, so many fucking things. He's the big guy. They keep talking about it. Like, yes, he was, like, money laundering. And, yes, he was selling his name and getting all these political favors. And, like, uh, like strong arming and blackmailing people and getting, like, uh, favors out of people. And, like, dude, all this shit has fucking come out. Nobody gives a fuck or actually believes it. They there could literal there could be a video of it and they'd be like, it's a deep fake. Like nobody like they just don't care because all of this is about power. And as long as they're like they're wielding the influence of power, they have a gun in the room, like Democrats don't give a shit. Like you heard Sam Harris say, he goes, like, there could be literal fucking video of of uh, what do you say of a hunter eating a child that I wouldn't care. I think it's like dead children. He still, like, he still yeah. would be better than Donald Trump or something awful. And I was like, at least he's honest. They don't give a shit. This is all about power. It always has been about power. We all used to have a semblance that we'd like pretend that we had principles. None of this had none of these people have principles. No, I think it's just a matter of um it's just like it's a tribal thing and it's so hard to switch tribes. And ultimately, it doesn't matter because it's all in the same. Like, there's no actual difference about the stuff that matters, right? Like, you got like Democrats that want to basically have the government control everything, and then you want Republicans that want the government to control just the really important shit. everything. No, dude, they <laughs> like, even say that, but they actually want the government to control everything. It's it's one of those things. They just talk a good fucking game. Tell me what what are your thoughts on this? Uh, what's that new movie, Sound of Freedom? Have you been well, looking into that at all? Yeah, I didn't see it yet, so I don't know. I mean, it's just I haven't watched it. Either. It's like it's like a depressing movie, so I'm just like I don't. It's hot. It's a hot sell, but um, apparently there's a lot of people watching it. 
Uh, yeah, dude, and uh, more power to him, I suppose. Like him, yeah. Henry Caviezel, whatever is, he seems like a decent enough dude. He's probably. I've heard things that he's a Freemason. I've heard that he's a fucking creep. I've heard, you know, well, yeah. you don't. You don't get to be a Hollywood actor and not play those fucking games. I don't know. I've seen the pictures of him with one hand over his eye and all the fuck. Who the fuck knows? Who the fuck knows? To be honest with you, I don't know. But have you heard this angle to it, Tony? And I hadn't until like today, like fucking around online and they were talking about it. Because again, I haven't watched a movie yet. But supposedly, so, okay, premise of the movie, spoiler alert, I only know what I've heard. So like I could be even giving you a wrong spoiler. Okay. Uh, There's an FBI agent uh, working in South America and he is like fighting against pedophiles and trying to like, He's trying to like free kid, or I guess he wasn't even doing that. They were just taking down pedophiles at this point, right? And um, this one little boy comes up to him and is like, "Hey, can you help me? My sister was taken away. She was like fucking kidnapped." And he and he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna do that." So long story short, he like starts dedicating himself to trying to do this, and the FBI isn't cool with that or something. And then they were like, "They're like, hey." We're reassigning you. And he's like, fuck this. I promised I'd save this girl. That might be all the cinematic shit. And again, I haven't watched a movie. This is all that I've heard. So this guy like stops. He like quits and like fucking puts his full time like into saving this girl. And I think he did. I think he finds her, which is good. And I and I hope she has, wasn't too traumatized. I'm sure she was. It's fucking terrible. It's fucking god awful. Now, this is what I've heard that they're pushing and this is fucking interesting because how are you going to get the right wing to sign on to this shit unless you do it through something like this that they're talking they're like talking that hey we need to chip all our kids that way they can't get kidnapped and they're pushing kids getting fucking microchips so that they don't get fucking stolen by traffickers and they don't get diddled that is some ne- nefarious fucking shit that is some right wing psyopy bullshit that is going to like get the QAnoners and get the right wing. You're right. We need to get microchips. I'll microchip my cat so somebody doesn't take him. Why shouldn't I microchip my kid? Like, I don't know if that's true. Again, I haven't watched the movie. Could be talking out of my ass, uh, but I've heard this. A- anybody in the comment section, if you've watched the fucking movie, tell me. If is this true? Are they like pushing fucking getting kids to get like fucking microchipped? I don't know. Well, even if it's not done without purpose, eventually it'll be probably used in that way, right? Because someone's gonna figure it out and they're gonna be like, okay, like everyone has been traumatized by this movie, so now we're gonna use that trauma to manipulate them. Well, dude, and- I've heard this before that like I've I've heard commercials before, specifically for this. You should microchip your kids. That way they can't be taken. Hey, do you want to know where your kids are at all times? Do you want to be safe? Do you want to be a good parent? All you got to do is fucking stick this thing under their skin. And, dude, that was a legitimate, like, uh, plot from um, Black Mirror. Do you remember that that woman that, like, um, I I don't know how much Black Mirror you watch, but it was, like, this girl, like, she had got kidnapped. Anyways. But she had a fucking chip in her daughter and they caught her. And then the mom later, as like the girl is becoming like an adolescent, she's becoming a teenager and she's starting to date and stuff. The mom like grabs the thing and starts spying on her again. Cause I guess you can like, anyways, 
that's like the crux of the whole thing about like what is what is privacy and then like let's say you do that to your child now they always have this microchip in them even when they're an adult they have now they have this fucking microchip in them and they can just be like tracked and traced at any fucking time and so it seems like maybe it was a good idea when you have a two-year-old because you don't want them to get lost when you're fucking camping but uh now what now we're just fucking livestock well, it makes it a lot easier for the government to kill you if, if we go that way. And, you know, historically that has happened. Like, we've had extermination programs. So, um, I, I think that that's something... Lot, yeah, yeah, that a lot of people don't think about it like that, but... Um, I think well, that will never help him. Not my, not my Joe Biden. Well, not my Donald Trump. You know, Donald it, Trump loves me. It's extreme, right? It's like... What do you do if you find yourself like underwater in a car, like as it sinks? Or like, you know, it's just like one of those things. Like, like, it probably won't happen to you personally, but if it does, like, you gotta have a fucking plan. But dude, it's one of those things that it should actually be an easy sell because, like, the right wing is so afraid of the left. They're saying they're they're trying to trans our kids and they're trying to destroy our family, and they are right. But like. But also the left, do you remember when Donald Trump was going to become president? They're like, Donald Trump right now is getting right-wing militias together to start rounding up the gays and start putting them in concentration camps. Do you remember yeah. this? This was, like, this was like fucking Democrat fear porn that they were literally going to start rounding up gay people and sticking them in concentration camps. I was like, dude. <laughs> I was like, there's probably more gays than there are <laughs> members of the military. <laughs> That is so funny too, because Trump is so like. What, uh, hey, you know, one of the most gay-friendly presidents we've ever had. Period. Yeah, yeah. Like he just like he's one guy who just legit. He's a businessman from New York. I mean, he doesn't give a shit about that. Like of all he's the a things, fat rich liberal from New York. Yeah, it's like yeah. like that is not his concern at all. But no, he's a fucking goofball. But it doesn't need to be. Um, it's funny, man. Like, it's so funny because, like, that whole issue has been reduced down to, like, Budweiser and Target and, like, a bunch of right-wingers thinking they're winning some kind of cultural war. Well, dude, I mean, it's it's one of those weird things, dude. So this is an interesting thing to talk about, actually, because let's let's talk about fucking Budweiser for a minute. Because Budweiser is is a mega conglomerate. It's not only just Budweiser. It's owned by ABV. And it's this giant fucking company that owns not only Budweiser, but basically every alternative you can think of. Sorry, I had a burp because I'm probably drinking. I'm drinking uh, 10 Barrels Brewing Company right now. This pub beer, this pub lager. If I look this up, it's probably owned by ABV as well. Um, it's supposed to be a local brewing company. It's supposed to be. I think this is out of Bend. Yeah, that might be. That might be. That might be independent. You would think so, buddy. You would, yeah, yeah, and Oregon, but like Hefeweizen, like all of those, like Widmer, all the local fucking, all those yeah. local, they all got bought up by these giant conglomerates. They, that's what happened. So you think you're drinking a micro brew? You think you're drinking a local fucking beer? You're like, oh well, I'm supporting local. You're not. Uh, but anyway, so long story short, what's fascinating to me is that they really are hurting the brand Bud Light. They really are hurting the brand Budweiser. Like Budweiser itself has lost about like, I think it's like $30 billion. It's some outrageous fucking number, 33 probably, because it's all Illuminati games. 
So let's say it's for 33 billion fucking dollars that they've lost. Um, but it hasn't touched ABV, the people that actually own this shit, because these people are then like Modelo, which is a Mexican fucking beer company, is now the number one fucking beer sold in the United States. They're also owned by ABV. Well, they should have Budweiser. What are you, you doing? Know? It's, it's this fucking goofy game that you're playing. All right, we fucking kicked him in the balls. And then you only like kicked him like in the shin or something. Like it, it's so fucking stupid. No, but, it's probably. Like, and I get it. Like I don't. But well, first of all, why were you drinking Bud Light to begin with? Well, that's you the know? thing. That's the thing. Like, number one, I think it's probably a really good time to buy Budweiser stock. I mean, you know, it's not going anywhere. No, I mean, you're probably right. It probably is one of those brands that is going to survive this because I, I don't honestly know if the right wing has the fucking cojones to really hold on to this. And maybe they do. Maybe they fucking do. And maybe fucking Budweiser will actually fucking tank. Maybe they will fucking destroy the brand and they'll be over with and done with. But the actual company ABV is doing fine. And but to me, what's fascinating is you're seeing these companies that are going so fucking woke and the right is finally getting their fucking like their fucking shit together and going like, wait, what? These people want to fuck our kids? Yes, retard. These people have been wanting to fuck your kids for a long time. And so they're finally like waking up and they're like, Holy shit, Budweiser wants to fuck my kids. Yes, they want to fuck your kids, you retard. Same with Disney. Quit going to fucking Disneyland, retard. Anyway, as long as dude, this video is going to get taken down from YouTube. Enjoy it now, guys, because this video is going to get taken down. Uh, but what to me is what's funny is that there's more and more companies doing this. Like, um, like Maybelline just fucking did a thing where they had a bunch of trannies put on their lipstick and makeup and stuff. Like, they don't care. They're doubling down. And to me, it's because they don't care if you buy their products or not. Well, the ESG I think that's more interesting. Yes, I think it's the ESG scores. They don't need money anymore. Money is worthless. These giant corporations know that. They know that money doesn't mean shit anymore. Like, at this point, they're just like, oh, stock market, whatever. You know, like, they don't fucking care. Like, you can stop. I think right now, if America stopped buying Budweiser completely, stop. Full stop, no more bud sales. They'd still be fine because their ESG score is so high. It's why, like, Texaco has a higher ESG score than, than Tesla. Tesla literally makes electric cars. And Texaco literally fucking sells fucking fossil gas. And they have a higher score because they'll play the woke shit. They'll be like, trannies love gasoline. And they'll do, like, wet like tranny t-shirt contest with gasoline. They won't really, but you know what I mean? Like they'll play the fucking tranny games and like they'll put well, a it's the illusion of capitalism. Right? That's really what it flag is. Flag on like, yeah. Tesla and stuff. Not on Tesla. Sorry, Texaco. Sorry, man. My internet shit to bed again. Um, but <laughs> it's just funny to me that like, like they know where their bread is actually buttered. I don't think they actually care about the American consumer anymore. It's way bigger than that. No, no, not at all. What do you think about that, Tony? No, no, I think you're right. I think that ESG scores are really what matters right now. Because if not, no one would give a shit. Like, no one. There's no reason for a corporation to embrace any of this stuff the way it has been. Um, Like, to the degree, because 
it's just not like like it's Budweiser, right? Like first of all, like something like Budweiser, like it's a weird like Prado number type of thing where like ninety percent of the beer consumed is basically comes from like five percent of the people who buy Budweiser or something like that. Like like there's all people who drink a lot of Budweiser, and then there's people who like buy a rock, put it on the fridge, and grab one here and there. And those people don't matter to Budweiser traditionally. It's like the guy who's going to drink eight beers a night. Yeah, to me, dude, it, it, this is like the first of like the big companies to do like a self-sacrifice. They're like, he's, he's, Budweiser is doing the like Harry Carey, right? They're doing the fucking yeah. shanking themselves and killing themselves. And they're kind of, I think they're going to show the rest of the corporations like, look, you don't need the you don't need the fucking traditional audience anymore. You're not going to need this money. I when do you think we're going to have some hardcore ESG rollouts? When do you think we're going to fucking switch to the digi dollar? Like I feel like this shit's probably coming up pretty soon, dude. Because you know one telltale sign to me is how many giant old fucking uh, music people are selling their entire catalogs right now. They're cashing out. And then another thing that you're seeing is like multi-billionaires, like huge motherfuckers are selling their entire stock portfolios right now. They're selling every fucking thing that they have. I think they know something that we don't. I think they're getting the fuck out of this system because any fucking money you have in this system, I think is going to fucking buckle. but I don't know. I mean, I don't want to be fear mongery. I don't want to freak people out. I don't want to like play the, you know, like I'm not, I'm not trying to be the black pill dude. That's like, like telling everybody the sky is cold. But I think there might actually be something to that. I'm a little bit more white pilled on that though, because I think that, I think the gig is up, and it's kind of like the COVID thing where um, they know that they have this plan and they just cannot enact it right now. There's too many people who know what an ESG score is. That's not good for them. I don't think so, dude. But you can look at why this is happening. I think we're in a fucking bubble, dude. Like, I think we're in an echo chamber, and we know what an ESG score is. Like, if I I tried to talk to my sister right now, and I tried to tell her, you know what an ESG score is? Like, I know right-wingers that are, like, fucking hard freedom lovers, and if you ask them what an ESG score, because I work with them, I'm a machinist, and they'll yeah. be like, "A what?" Like they don't, they don't know any of this shit. Like I, I legitimately think that we are in an echo chamber, like a motherfucker. You just got back from Porkfest. Yeah, like, true, <laughs> true. No, no, true. But like, I've seen a ask your mom. Though. Go ask your mom right now what a fucking ESG score is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I talked to her about it. Yeah, like no, I think that like enough people know about it. Uh, yeah, it's like we're a minority, but we're not like a. I, I think that there's more of us than we. We just don't get a chance to talk to each other because, like, you can't bring this stuff up to a lot of people in a lot of social situations because you'll get fired. Like, you know, like we are living under massive degrees of censorship. So you really, it's really hot. Like, it's you have to kind of be a little bit sly with shit and have these kind of weird conversations. Like yeah, it's nice when you find somebody that you can actually have these kind of conversations with. Yeah, it's rare and nice. Yeah, it's um, yeah, I think like the right wing kind of they take things a little bit too much at face value. Like they're like these woke CEOs or they're morons, and it's just like, no, nah, man, they're not celebrating Pride Month in Uganda. <laughs> like there are certain things that are just not happening. 
and there's a reason why they're happening here. And a lot of it's just cultural. Like, I, I think the trans thing is like this weird cultural proxy war in many ways. You get two sides fighting this proxy war. No one gives a shit about like trans, like, you know. Dude, to me, though, it's so fucking fascinating watching this, like, this wokester bullshit that's happening as far as, like, the trans movement goes. Because, like, here's the thing about the trans pe- trans folks. They're, they have been a solid minority in this country forever. I've known folks that have had gender dysphoria that have thought they were in yeah, the wrong yeah. bodies and were legitimately, like, I feel like I should have been a man. And you know what? That was always just a, like... You're kind of weird. That's kind of different. I don't yeah. really understand it. But, you know, they're like, that's still Steve. And if Steve wants to be called Sue, I'll call her Sue. And, like, I knew, like, conservatives that were like that. I, I know a training right now that's, like, uber conservative. Uber conservative. It's really fucking weird. It's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like, um, um, what's his name? Oh, that calls <laughs> the Kardashian stepdad now stepmom. What's oh yeah, I know. Yeah, whatever that person's called, whatever that person's name is. Um, where they're like hyper conservative and we're like against gay marriage, and you're like, what? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't get it either. I, yeah, I, don't, I don't get it either. But like, it's it's whatever. But like, that was just that was just a part of like normal humans that like you know what humans vary, and there's odd things that happens, and you know like, I, and like I think legitimately the for the most part most people did not give a fuck and would just kind of let them do their own thing. Until they started trying to get kids involved in this shit. And to me, that was like where they really were like pushing this shit. And like, that's where they were almost like, to me, it was fucked up to the people that that were there before. Because now they're getting like thrown into this. You know what I mean? They're like, I don't want anything to do with this. I don't think you should do this to a kid. I'm unhappy. I'm depressed. I think about suicide all the time. I don't want this for a kid. You know what I mean? Like to me, that was like when people would ask me, they're like, "What would you do if your kid was trans?" I would said, "I would grieve. I would fucking, I would be so fucking sad." And it's like it's not even because like they think they're in the wrong body. Yes, I mean, yes, that that's part of it, right? Because I want grandkids. It's kind of destroys like every thought and fantasy I ever had for my child, like dream that I had for my child. You're like, you just changed everything in a fucking dime, right? That's just to me that would be a fucking tragedy. But also, like, dude. People that are actually have gender dysphoria are the most depressed, sad fucking people in the world. That like they legitimately want to kill themselves, and it's not because you can't accept them; it's because they can't accept themselves, dude. It's it's a little fucking mental illness, and it's like you want more people like that because like that sounds awful. Like I wouldn't want that for another person. But anyways, but I was saying, <laughs> I think I dude, I, I get on fucking tangents. Um, but as far as it goes, dude, it's clearly, clearly a eugenics operation. It's clearly these people that are like trying to convince people to fucking kill themselves. It's these psycho fucking pathic elites that have like literally been been trying to do this for the longest time. It's this fucking to me. It's it's a fucking eugenics operation as far as like depopulation agenda. And like someone was giving me a stat the other day that it was like there's some years in New York that if you're a black baby that's conceived in the stomach right now like if you're if you're a fucking child there's a more than half chance that you're going to be aborted and i was like dude that's a racist wet dream 
that's a white supremacist like like dream he's like really like you know what i mean i'm like and these are like what these white liberals that pretend to love black people are cheerleading they're like yeah kill more black babies yeah like a lot of people fuck (laughs) yeah i I don't really take a lot of what people say at face value if they don't know what they're talking about i just like people become npcs like like Every now and then, like, someone will ask me, like, who's going to win the Super Bowl? And I'm always like, you know, like, who's playing? And then you got to be like, oh, definitely the Broncos. Definitely. But, like, I have no idea. Like, it's just not my world. I have no idea. What, I don't pretend that I know what I'm doing, but you can't do that. The, the Rangers. The Rangers are going to take it all the way. The Dolphins. Yeah. yeah they, like, they're doing it. <laughs> I don't fucking know. The fucking like, Lakers. Yeah, like, I have no idea. So, like, I don't care. I'm not in that world. Well, most people aren't in the political world, but they have to be. Like, it's bad not to be. So you just have to. So they're just making shit up. Like, yeah, I, I mean, a lot of them are just dummies, dude. A lot of them are just like, these are my talking points that I was fucking sent, and it, or that I watched on fucking yeah. CNN or MSNBC, and this is what they told me to say. And and they and if you bring up this argument, that means you're the enemy, and, and I need to fucking oppose whatever you have to say. And I shouldn't. They literally, there's like fucking like uh like talking points where they have. They're like, all right, you can't have a genuine discussion with them because they're actually bad, and so don't listen to what they actually have to say. And if they say this, just say this. Like they they give them like what to say next, but don't actually. But they'll tell them like. Don't take their argument on, actually. Just straw man it. This is what you say yeah. if they say that. Like, yeah. Don't address yeah. the argument. Yeah. Just say this. You know, like, because they don't want you to actually stop and think about it. You're like, because if you're sitting there fighting for, for abortion rights for women and, you're, and you think that you're doing good, but you also think that Black Lives Matter, how do you contain, how do you hold those two ideas in your head? Where you're like, wait a minute, you're saying that more then half of black babies conceived this year are going to be aborted in New York. More than half of them are going to die, but also black lives matter. Wait, how does this work? <laughs> like you can't actually hold those two thoughts in your head. Or yeah, if you can, I don't know. Like I think you can, but like there's some nuance there. Like, and you have to be like, you can't be a cultist, but it's, um, I forgot what shit I was going to say. Um, About them getting fucking like uh, things to say instead of actually taking on an argument, or I don't know. Oh yeah, like I was gonna say, like this this whole thing about like you hear conservatives say this a lot, where um like the leftists win and we got to employ these strategies because they win. But then it's like, well, as an ideology, that ideology is winning, yes. But the people within that ideology, they're fucked. <laughs> Like, you do not want to end up taking, like, life points from the left right now. Because it's not a good life. I mean, there are some people who are doing pretty good corporate jobs. They've got money. But are they happy? No, no. Not even, like, there's not enough medication in the world. That's the thing, dude. It's like, yeah, I don't think that these people are happy. Even if they're winning, like they're getting their way, but they're not actually getting their way. The no. thing is that they like they picked a team a long time ago and now their team's winning. But then you start looking at it, you're like, what's my team doing? The team is burning down their house, but the cheerleading outside of it going, Well, it's my team. <laughs> like we're taking down the patriarchy. 
Yeah, like, ah, uh, yeah, like, whatever the, you know. Yeah, whatever the fuck that means, yeah. yeah. You're like, I, that. that's always the argument that I, that actually does make a lot of sense to me. They're like, women saying that, like, I don't need no man. And you're like, okay, but, like, who takes your garbage? Like, who, who like, who builds the fucking roads? Who's the guy that, like, that, like, who's the nuclear engineers that are, like, keep this shit, like, all of these and all these awful, shitty, fucked up jobs. Who's the guy that that like picks the fruit? That like you know what I mean? Who's the fucking farmer? Who's this? You need men like a motherfucker, and you need a shit ton of them for you to have your modern, comfortable fucking life. Like it, it's fucking sucks, dude. Like men, we are fucking like. There's a couple of us that are in the elite status that are high level this or that. The majority of fucking men are fucking in the trenches just working their fucking dicks to the bone you know what i mean like they're not they're just they're doing this because they love their family and they're trying to keep their fucking family above you know like so they can fucking feed them above the poverty line if you possibly can you know it's it's one of these silly arguments with these fucking feminists that say like i don't need a man you're like yes you do yeah, we all fucking do. And we need a shit ton of them. And it and it's almost more of a class thing, I guess, than a gender thing. It's just silly when they turn it into a gender thing. I mean, that's another thing with the whole fucking class model where I look at fuck I've become less and less of a fucking capitalist. Like not not that I don't believe in like free trade. Like I definitely believe, I guess, yeah. in free trade, but it's like the whole corporate model of capitalism and the whole class system, it's like you don't get to be this rich elite son of a bitch and less like you you absolutely need people on the lower totem poles to give you this luxury. God damn it, my internet again. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> um, yeah. So like you absolutely necessarily it's 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 just funny, dude. That, like they 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 need to keep people in their fucking class. They need a certain amount of people in these lower rungs. I fucking hate this internet. Fuck this yeah. internet. Okay, you're back. I, you... I pay way too much money for this bullshit. Okay, am I back yet? Yeah, you're back. No, yeah, yeah, I think you're right, but we don't really have real capitalism because stuff like this would never happen. Like, who is the richest person who is not reliant on government fuckery? And I don't know who that person is, but like, is there any billionaires who are not in the state at all? Maybe I don't know, but doesn't probably not many. Like, there's only so much money you can legitimately make. There's only so big you can build your empire on your own through legitimate means. And I think, like, that's always the question. With sound money, like, you're on to something, Tony. Because, like, with sound money, you're only going to be able to make so much money until people literally, like, you take all of the money. And then there's not enough people that can even afford your product to give you more money. Like, is there a fucking actual yeah. way if we had true capitalism, if we at, if we had like money tied to fucking gold, like if we had a sound money supply, a sound economy, would there be real bill billionaires? Maybe a couple. Maybe. I mean, but like, Maybe a couple. Would, but also those billionaires would actually have to be doing something of use. Like, I don't buy into this. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't buy into this argument that, like, 
everyone is like you got to create value and don't like, only good people make money but like you got to do something i mean some right now is making a lot of money to make slot machines more addictive and they're benefiting the casino owner who's paying them but like not much else but yeah dude that's when they kind of like video gamed it right where they like someone like uh i always forget the son of a bitch's name freud's nephew what was his name edward bernays yeah where they start to like gamify, uh, where they start to gamify the advertising, right? And they start to like literally fuck with people, and they start to like like psychologically trick them into like thinking that this product is going to do X for you, right? Where they like try to trick women into smoking cigarettes because it was almost exclusively men, and so they were like, "Hey, these are called Liberty Lights, <sighs> ah, Liberty Sticks. This is how women become in power." Just light a cigarette, you know, and like, and it worked. Like they did all these fucking like silly mind games on people on this like really sloppy propaganda that probably wouldn't work today, but it might, dude. Like I don't know. Like maybe that pube commercial that I like to as a callback. Maybe that's really selling like shavers like crazy. Women are like, yeah, p u b. Well, no, the commercials wouldn't work, but the process does. It's the same process. It's just like you have different ingredients. You get different data points and people have different like things in their head that they associate with. So like, it's the same formula though. Like you just have to like insert mod, like it's like a math problem where like X plus two equals whatever. And it's like X changes, but that formula is always the same. Well, dude, I was I was listening to a fucking podcast the other day that was talking about this fucking doctor, and I'm gonna forget his name, so I'm just gonna fucking mention it. I think it was in Kansas or some shitty. Sorry, sorry to my audience that's in Kansas. I know that I'm sure we have some people that listen from Kansas. Anyways, uh, but some of the state that nobody cares about, so we're just gonna call it Kansas. So this guy lives in Kansas, and he and he's like a pseudo doctor. So this is like in the late 1800s, like it's 18 something, right? Where like you didn't necessarily have to have a full on doctor's diploma, right. Where you kind of like to be a doctor, you know what I mean? Like it, it wasn't the same kind of regulated system that it is now, which I kind of like, I do kind of like that. That's that. Anyways, I'm still a libertarian. That's still the fucking like the no regulation <laughs> thing for me. But, uh, so this fucking dude, he becomes a doctor and he's like just brainstorming and he's thinking about it. He's like, you know what, you know, you know who fucks good. They're like goats. Goats fuck real good. And he's like, or sheep. It was goats or sheep, one or the other. He's like, dude, they just like rail out their girlfriends and like they're really like full of like testosterone and stamina. Like goats just go to town. So he was like, what if? And like he tricked, like he, he tricked an entire town into letting him open up your nut sack and him just to stuff goat nuts inside of your sack and then sew it up. And like, then he was like charging the equivalent of like, it would have been like $15,000 today for like people to do it. And they were like, he's like, does your dick not work? Are you feeling weak? Are you feeling sluggish and tired? If you do this, it was like, he was basically like selling like fucking dick pills <laughs> like to people in the 1800s. He's like, all I got to do is stuff some goat nuts in you. And, I don't know about that, man, but I'm going to buy some sales techniques off of that guy. He knows how to sell some shit. Dude, he, he became like the equivalent of like a billionaire today from doing this because he started in his own little shitty town. It was like Iowa or Kansas again. Sorry, guys. I love you guys, but uh, you, you know your state sucks. Um, 
Half of you are fucking half goat. <laughs> really, he was in the middle of he was in the middle of the country where like nobody pays attention. Uh, so he's in one of those little fucking states, and he and he does his. Somebody's gonna yell at me because they know who this person is, whoever this doctor is, because uh, it's somewhat famous. Because he's also considered a feminist icon, which is hilarious, and, and we'll talk about that in a second too. Um, but like, long story short, he fucking got a. He got in touch and like they gave him a fucking radio station because he had enough money. And so he was like spilling this out into the airwaves and like fucking getting like the governor and getting like all of these people all over the fucking. And then people were coming in from all over the world to have fucking goat nuts stuffed in them. Uh, and it's just fucking fascinating. And I, where was Tony? Where? Why was I talking about this? <laughs> we were talking about like, uh, oh, capitalism, and we were talking about like people, like how would you actually make money? And it like because without the state like protecting him, I guess without the state protecting him, he would have been shut down a long time ago. But to me, that's just one of these like scrupulous like, I guess without regulations, you get a dude that if he's like charismatic enough. He can convince enough people that all they actually need is goat nuts stuffed in them, and they'll <laughs> then it's like the male vitality that Alex Jones sells you. Yeah, they were gonna do something dumb anyways. I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I know it's one of those weird things. Where you're like, yeah, but there's enough dumb people that like, if there's not a sign, they're gonna walk too close to the cliff and just fucking fall because they're too stupid. And, and um, maybe I don't know. Maybe, and even maybe if I, there's a sign, if there's not a railing. And even if there's a railing, there's not a high enough fence because, <laughs> because they're so stupid that they're going to fucking do it anyways. You're not going to yeah, put I a sign up that says don't climb fence? Yeah, they're just they're just dummies, man. And I, I don't know what to do about that. I mean, that's like one of those social Darwinist kind of fucking scenarios. Uh, you know what's funny is that – so I was going to say why he's a feminist icon as well is because he was the first person to really – in the same way that he was trying to sell his product, trying to sell dudes to get like goat nuts sewed in them. He was like talking about ladies orgasms. And this was like in the 1800s where like you didn't talk oh, about yeah. lady orgasms. And he was like, Hey, you want to please your woman, right? You want to make her feel real good. Like, and he was talking about like, basically saying like women's orgasms are a necessary thing. It's a good thing. You should like, it should be the norm to please your woman and stuff like that. And so he was doing it by selling his goat nuts, but he was also talking about like women empowerment, how women orgasms actually existed. Uh, And that like, you should please your partner. Like, cause that wasn't a thing. They were just like, Knock the bitch up and she'll make you a sandwich. You know? So, I mean, anyways, he's literally considered a feminist icon, whatever this fucking doctor's name is, and I can't think of it. Oh, that's wacky, man. Like, doctors have, like, they're the craziest people, though. Like, you ever hit with the lobotomy, uh, lobotomy mobile? Yeah, dude, and it was fucked up. Just a couple traveling, like, around the country, just giving people these ice pick lobotomies for, like, having headaches and shit. Sheep balls in the... I'm, I'm Googling this real fast. Let's see here. Doctor to put sheep balls... His name... Okay, here we go. This was 1885 is when he was born, and he died in 1942. He was uh, best known for the to- notorious goat gland doctor. That's what he was best known as. So he they would just call nuts glands, so he yeah. kept calling them like goat glands yeah um and he performed 
uh, he made millions of dollars by before by performing he called them xeno transplants he inserted goat testicles into the scrotum of male humans to increase to increase their vitality uh, his name is john richard brinkley how do you find that out like how did you like like, because that's just something you would normally do. It's just, like, cut open a goat and be like, okay. like He was like, watching goats fuck because I guess goats have, like, big nuts, dude. They there's have, something, like, missing steps nuts. in here, though, man. Like, then you have to find someone. Or did he do it on himself? He claims, like, if you listen to, like, the lore of, like, how no. this came to be, he claims that this, like, this, like, loser came in. He was like, my dick doesn't work, doctor. What can you do for me? And then he was like, you know what? Goats fuck good. Have you ever seen goats fuck? They never stop fucking. They got big nuts and they're really like masculine. What if I had goat nuts? And then the doctor, it's like one of those bing and a light bulb goes up above his head. And then he says that like he like mentions it to the guy and then the guy like like begs him and almost forces him to stick goat nuts in him. And, then, <laughs> and so he fucking did it. This is like it's silly. I don't know how much of it is true. It's probably bullshit. But what is also funny is that there's like different types of goats. And so he chose the right goats. And I'm trying to remember what fucking type of goat he used. I don't remember. But um, specifically, there were some rich folks that uh, requested the Angora goats. So there's these goats that had this like beautiful fucking like uh, like fur, whatever the fuck it is, no. wool. And they're like the very most expensive goats you can have. Um, but apparently their testicles really stink. They have like a particular odor and they cause the person's nuts to stink really bad when he'd stuff them in there. But I also imagine like you're putting dead decaying fucking goat material <laughs> inside of your fucking self. And it's yeah, gonna how does, your it's body gonna, is not going to fucking accept that. Like you just can't like I've never heard of like an organ transplant from a, like an, I guess like uh, well, no, I think like someone did like a monkey hot transplant or something like that. But like, I don't know. Yeah, but dude, it's not like he's even like connecting them to anything. It's not like it's like a heart transplant. They don't just stick a heart in there. They like fucking like some, like the you know what I mean the holes in the aorta and all the fucking things to match up and they don't just stick a baboon heart in there. They like try yeah. to get it to work. Like this guy was just stuffing extra nuts in your sack and then sewing it up. <laughs> I mean, maybe a placebo effect, but yeah, that shit's gonna rot. Um, no, that's what they said. That actually, like, a lot of people, I think the majority of people felt differently. They felt that it helped them. But there is a fuck ton of people that it did not help. And a lot of people were like, because I guess that, that doctor, Dr. Brinkley, would get really drunk and he would just like kill people on his operating table well, that, that was common back in the day for doctors you know you'd have to kill some people what was anesthesia like 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 what year was he like what were the years he was doing like because that's like late 1800s around. like yeah, late I, 1800s i don't think that, i don't think there was that much anesthesia back then i mean you think they'd at least give you like some sweet opium or something like like can you give me some milk of the poppy kind of thing you know what i mean like yeah that's um that's rough, man. That's that's not a good anesthetic for that at all. No, I, well, I, I don't know if I, I don't remember ever doing it. I think I, I've tried opium uh, years ago, years ago. I think it would be better than nothing, though. At least, like, give me some opium and let me drink, like, I don't know, half a fucking fifth. 
Like, give me some whiskey and opium and then fucking chop my nutsack open, I guess, where I'm like yeah. in stupor. And well, yeah, the thing is, like, if you drink, you'll bleed out because alcohol's got thin your blood. So, like, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's you're gonna fucking you're either gonna kill me by like putting like dead material inside of my body and letting it rot from the inside or <laughs> that's true too man this doctor might be a little bit more fly by the pants than i am yeah this just like broke this. out in an opium induced stupor and then uh it's a better way to go dude yeah these people dude that was the like the fucking sad part is like the like some of those people were so poor that they were like so like they were like physically fucked up and they were you know they were like you know like poor folks that would like work like manual labor jobs that they were probably like too tired to go home and fuck their wife yeah. that like they thought they needed more ma ma male vitality so they were like they were putting their homes up for mortgages <laughs> like selling everything they owned just to get this done and then they would get all fucked up by this guy did he take out the original bowls or did he uh -oh. so I, not like to my knowledge like i i haven't seen like I think there's actual pictures in some of this stuff, and I don't really want oh, to watch God. it. I don't know. No, no. <laughs> so, like, yeah, if you're I mean, like, like, then you're not attached to them. Like, there's nothing to attach them to. You don't have like extra hookups down. Like, you know, it's not like extra plugs. And, and, and I've worked with testicles before. Like, I, I'm a chef, so like, I've I've worked with like bulls testicles uh, a lot actually, because they, they would call this the uh, the cowboy. I don't fucking remember. it was a bunch of fucking drunk really rich dumb assholes that wanted to consider themselves like cowboys and so like uh we would do this like cowboy yeah. dinner for them and like it, it was yummy like for the most part we like we took these big giant loins in new york or whatever and we'd oh. smoke them until and then we'd slice them up for them like it was prime rib we give them corn of the cob and baked potatoes with bacon and sour cream and you know like it just kind of cowboy bullshit you know and uh and then we'd also do an appetizer for them while they're all while they're sitting there just drinking goo gobs of fucking like old fashions and whiskeys and like aged scotch we would we would i would personally had to cut thousands of bull testicles to fuck we would sit there and just like cut them and skin them and because like you they they come in so we're taking young bulls testicles because i guess like fully mature bulls testicles dude they're like a, they're like the size of a fucking like pint of beer you know what i mean they're like these big monsters so we take these young bull yeah. testicles yeah. that are like uh what's a good description like what it's like uh the size of your thumb basically like you know what i mean they were like a but a big oval thumb okay like a popper okay yeah yeah so and what you do is you want them like semi-fredo. You want them semi-frozen because the inside of them is going to be like almost like pudding. So you, <laughs> they're gross. And they're like membrane and pudding. On the outside is like the silver skin. And like they have all these veiny weird lines and shit on them. They're gross. So what you got to do is you have to have them semi-frozen so that like they still – you don't want them too frozen because then they're hard to work with. You don't want them too thawed because then they're impossible to work with, because then it's just, like, trying to, like, cut snot. Uh, <laughs> so you're, like, trying to fucking get them semi-frozen. They have to be perfect peak frozen. So then you can cut the outside, and you take, like, a paring knife, and you just kind of scrape the snot out of the membrane. And you just go like this. And then you, and then we would just bread them and fry them. And we do it, like, in a variety of different ways. And, like, then you're just basically eating almost like chicken nuggets at this point. Yeah. 
you know, and we'd have yummy dipping sauces for them. And like, you know what I mean? They were pretty good. Cause like you just take these nuts and there you deep fry them. And like, they'd be like crunchy and yummy and a fucking yummy sauce. And these fucking drunk fucking old white men that thought they were cowboys just ate them up. And were like, yeah, I'll, drink, I'll eat me a nut. You know what I mean? They, then they could yeah, tell people they had Rocky Mountain oysters and, it's Friday. I would do it. I would do it. And they're shit hammered, dude. These guys are fucking shit hammered, and they can laugh about putting balls in their mouth. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that's what it. they were doing. They were just having. Yeah, no, completely. I get it. You ever yeah. see that Japanese dude? I think he's Japanese. I don't know. He's Asian. I want to say Japanese, but um, who cut up his own testicles and served them up to people? No, but what a goddamn monster! <laughs> no, man, it's the creepiest story. So basically, he was just like this asexual dude who didn't have a need for his testicles anymore. I guess beforehand, he like fucked a lot of people like in a month. And then he was like, oh yeah, that doesn't do anything because, which is always kind of funny because you're like, okay, yeah, so you just fucked like 50 people this month. And yeah, it didn't do it for you. Like, but anyways, he was he up- good looking. How did he fuck 50 people? Was he fucking prostitutes or were they like, I don't know. Like- I don't know. Uh, I'm sure like someone might have the type, but anyways, he was basically saying that he was going to remove his testicles and ball and dick, cook them up, and he was going to auction off that dinner. Now, here's the fucked up part. How many people do you think bidded on it? A lot, dude. I actually yeah. think there's a lot of people that bidded on yeah. it. Yeah, so there's like 300 people who paid to eat this. Um, there wasn't enough to go around, so only a couple of people got to eat. But like you gotta, you gotta again wear the semi Fredo. You gotta freeze that shit, so you gotta like quick freeze it, so that you can get that paper thin slice like carpaccio. You know what I mean? You gotta really fucking slice that. Almost take that nut and then like take it like on a like on a meat slicer and get that real paper thin. So then you can get three hundred people. They're all paying top dollar, but they get a slice of that fresh nut. They get a like that. You gotta put a little truffle oil on it, some chervil. You got to put some fresh, like uh, some uh, fleur de sel, some of that gray, like French sea salt on there. Or maybe it's naturally salty. I don't know. You got a good side hustle going on in case like this. Yeah, buddy. I mean, he he can't do it anymore, but like (laughs) it's so fucked up though, man. I saw pictures of it, man. You see like. You might need a little squeeze of fresh lemon to help cut down some of the gaminess. The presentation was not good on this one. Yeah, see, There's this a- is where he needed me. Like, if he was giving me like some of the cut, like I'd be like, "All right, let's throw those nuts. Okay, chop them off. Like, we're gonna have to live stream him chopping his dick and balls off because that, you know, that's part of the experience. And now we gotta throw him straight in the freezer. Okay, straight in the freezer, and then we're gonna fucking. Then I'm gonna get one of my knives really sharp. We're already in Japan. You know, they got some really sharp sushi knives. Like, they're fucking good to go. Let's get yeah. some sushi rice going so that like because we, we got to fill them up. They're paying a lot of money for this. Like you got to get some bang for the buck. So like let's stuff them with some rice. So like they get a nice thing of rice. We'll get some miso soup rocking. We'll have like some of that fucking seaweed salad. Like these people are paying top dollars. We got to take care of them. So and then we got to get it. And then I'll get that knife out. And then everybody's watching while I do that real thin fucking slice everybody gets just a little bit. Then you got to get some of that fucking, like, those fucking Tobiko, you know what I mean? You are way too into the shit, You are getting way too into this Get the wasabi, yeah, get some of that soy sauce. We got to, like, fucking mix it just right. Yeah. (laughs) 
It really brings out the nuts. It really brings out the fucking flavor. It doesn't nuts. matter. That. It doesn't matter at all. Like so, the thing is, like the people you have to buy the it's, you're buying the experience. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> These people are just doing a much much creepier version than the people that you were dealing with with the bull testicles. But it's the same thing. It's just like it's just so much fucking creepier. Yeah, I mean, I get it. It's weird. It's one of those weird life, like, it's one of those lifetime experience things. Like, dude, to me, I think that they're, like, they, they've they talked about this, and they, this is, like, an actual real fucking thing. They have, like, if you go on, like, uh, the deep web and stuff like that, they have these things called, like, red rooms. You know you know what I'm talking about, Tony? No. Red so, like, a red room is, like, you can watch, like, where, I, I don't know if this guy, like, I would hope. I would hope that like you like this, this sounds either way. It's fucked up either way. This is fucked up, but let's say there's two scenarios. They have a person and I hope this person was able to like sell themselves at least where they're like, can you like give me like a hundred thousand dollars that I can give my fucking family and kids and stuff. Or they just kidnapped a guy. I don't know how they procure this human being, but they have a human being. Okay. So this is, this is what they got. They got a person and they got, they have a bunch of cameras on them and this is live streaming to all corners of the world via the dark web. Okay. And he's in a chair and he's tied to the fucking chair. And then this is almost like a, like a dirty, like Snapchat, like talky thing with a chick where you can be like, Hey, I'll send you a tip. If you spread your butt, you know, something terrible. Like, uh, like, put your toes to the camera. I'll send you 50 bucks. You know, that sort of thing. Except that they're like, okay, chop the tip of his nose off for, and I'll send you 5,000 in Bitcoin. And then that's what these red rooms are, where they have this dude sitting in the chair. They're like, all right, all right scoop his eyeball out and stick it in your ass, and I'll give you $10,000. And they just like, and they just like, murder someone it's like a live stream snuff film that you can watch and they call it a red room and they're just the worst thing on the planet it's the worst thing so that's where i was saying like either way they got a dude in a chair and i hope they at least allow him to sell himself first they're like hey can i get in on some of this money like i'll, I'll let you kill me i guess because like we're about to lose the house i want to be able to take care of my wife right you know I don't know, but probably they just kidnapped. Probably him. not. No, yeah, they probably just fucking. kidnapped the dude and save all the fucking money. Because like the dudes that are willing to do something like this don't really have any, you know, scruples or. No, no, I don't yeah. think they're like ethical about business practices. I assume it's got to be like the Chinese triad and probably like uh, also uh, what what do you call those folks in Mexico? Like probably some of the cartels and stuff that just like. It, 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 could like, be, it could be like people that they want to off anyways. And yeah. Like, hey. And then, hey, why don't you make some fucking money while you're doing it? While you're while you're at it. That's oh, so fucking sick. Yeah. It's fucked up. And, you know, like, I, I'm assuming it's a lot of money. It's a lot of people who are just. Oh, dude. Yeah. They're getting like 5,000 bucks a nipple. So um, like, and this dude has two nipples. How many fingers he's got? So that you can probably only take like one at the joint. Like that's five grand. That's five grand. That's five grand. You know what I mean? Like yeah. And they're they probably like cauterize it instantly so they can like keep it going for a minute. You know, so he doesn't just like bleed to death. They you know, it's fucked up, dude. I've never actually watched one. I've known people that have watched these. 
um, and they've like told me all about it. Um, I don't want to see that. No, I, mean, I don't. Want that. I don't want that. It, like, I don't want one of those images. I don't want to see that person's face. I don't want to see like the fucking image of fear and pain on his face, and then the ghoulish son of a bitch that does it. I mean, I imagine the person that does it has to wear a mask. Like, they gotta stay anonymous. And uh, I mean, hopefully it's fake. You know what I mean? Like, I imagine. I don't think that so, it. dude. I mean, yes, you would hope so. And so let's let's put that out in the ether. It's probably fake. I hope to God it's fake. There's some really fucked up people in that. Like, it happens in probably like Southeast Asia and Latin America and places in Africa and probably Ukraine, you know, where people are poor and desperate and like fucking tragic, dude. Yeah. Yeah, that shit's gnarly, dog. That shit's gnarly. Uh, what do you think about aliens, Tony? Are we going to get some fucking Project Bluebeam? Or, like, have you heard about that alien in Las Vegas and the whole, like, uh, that cop that had the fucking camera on him? And, like, what do you, what's going on in aliens for you, Tony? What do you think? I don't know, man. I would like it, man. I think it would be kind of a fun distraction. Um, yeah. I'm pro alien, man. I want to see some aliens. I think it's about time. It's the like it's kind of like the one conspiracy theory that you're allowed to have now. So I feel like well, it's one of those innocent ones, right? Like nobody really gives a fuck. That's what I thought about. Like when I really started like digging into Bigfoot. Yeah, it's like, like that. At the time, like uh, like if you were questioning like the Rome Dog or whatever, you were persona non grata. You were the fucking number numero uno bad piece of shit. But if I told people I was into Bigfoot, they're like, "Oh, you silly goofball." You know what I mean? They were just like, yo, you're retarded. Clearly, there's no Bigfoot, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> well, anyway, then, then you can actually, like, once you have a kind of conspiracy like that, then it's like you were allowed to have other conspiracies a little bit more. Well, like, yeah, because you're a kook. You're their kook. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's fine, because... Um... Yeah, I mean, and that was the other thing about aliens, at least. I mean, legitimately, normal people are talking about it. And it's being talked about like on a widespread thing where like people won't just uh, like completely dismiss you because there's been enough like sci-fi like in uh, popular media that like they're like, well, yeah, you're right. The universe is vast and like it's supposed to be, you know, unlimited. Well, it would make sense that there's aliens. And I don't I personally don't believe in like an actual outer space aliens, but maybe I mean, who the fuck knows? But I don't think so. Again, who the fuck knows? I I definitely don't have the answer to that. I mean, <laughs> if anybody has the answer, it's not me. Well, it's weird now that we have got in this completely inverted world where normies believe in aliens and conspiracy theorists don't for the most part. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, the majority of fucking conspiracy theorists are like fake and gay, not real. And yeah, right. Yeah. Normies are like aliens. <laughs> you're 100% right, Tony. That's funny. It's like, like, you just got, like, a hand-me-down conspiracy. Like, oh, yeah, that stuff is dumb. Like, we don't want that anymore. Well, it's funny, too, because, like, I do honestly think there's some psyopy shit around it. And I think that's why they're pushing it in the mainstream. And I think that's why, like, my mom will fucking bring up aliens to me. You know what I mean? Like, where, like, real normies will bring up aliens. And 
I think, but also like, I think a lot of conspiracy theorists, especially myself, like I'm, I'm talking about myself here, where we're like jaded with that shit. We feel like we're being lied to all the time. So like if something gets brought up in the mainstream, our first inclination is just to be like, nope, not true. Fake, fake and gay. Well, like, yeah, we're just yeah. completely just. There's yeah, definitely something yeah. to that. Oh yeah. You gotta. <laughs> Like, as soon as you see something on the news, then it's like, okay, what's actually going on? And you start to think in that way. But, um, I, I don't know. I, I, well, I mean, we're so easy to manipulate in some ways because it's like, if they're talking about it, it instantly can't be true. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so feed us. They can feed us a bunch of bullshit. And, like, I mean, that's how, like, QAnon became a thing. You know what I mean? It's like they fed us this, like, the white hat kind of alternative media shit. And people just glommed onto it. I don't know how much of uh, what I said you actually heard. I don't know. My internet was being shitty again. Okay. Yeah, I think that. Like, we really just, like, it's like everything else. You have no idea what's happening in the world. And whether there's aliens or not, um, I don't know. Like, it's hard to believe that. I I, I think if there were going to be aliens here, like, either we wouldn't know about it or they would be here where everyone would know about it. Like, it just seems like they would just have control over that. And there would be no reason that the aliens would want to hide or not. Like, I, I don't think that, I don't think that talking to our leaders or anything like that any more than, like, we're just a different species to them if they exist. I Theoretically, Tony, what do you think about this? Like, let's say that, um, let's say that they've been around for a long time, that they yeah. were, that they were the power behind the throne. Like when we hear stories about the Anunnaki. We talk about the Anunnaki. Yeah, yeah. They came down. They bred with uh, the whoever they found here, the the Homo erectus, like the gorilla type, whatever. Like they they found some apes that were kind of advanced. They had sex with them or whatever, bred with them or did genetic alterations with them and made a, a new species that was us and that they were the power in charge that they were like the giants they were the nephilim they were these creatures of of like um it to me it would sort of make sense that eventually like once di- like once you realize that direct rule doesn't work very well because like let's say that you're like directly in charge you are the direct uh like dictator like people will rise up and take you out like, like in the form of like a monarchy, right? Yeah. Where what we have like representational, uh, like a Republican, a Republic democracy or whatever the fuck it's called. Um, Democratic Republic rather, uh, where you have to like vote and then you vote and then this person casts your vote. And then this is how you, uh, put this person in charge. And so we just have to vote harder. Like, like to me, like maybe these people are in charge and have been in charge and they've just got smarter and they've slowly kind of like that meme of like Homer Simpson, like kind of backing into the fucking uh, like backing into the hedge, you know what I mean? And like hiding 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I'll theoretically, like, play around with that idea that maybe these people are these creatures or maybe descendants of these creatures are still in charge. Maybe there's a couple species on the planet that are, like, and maybe they're smarter than us. Oh, yeah. Maybe they are fucking smarter than us. I don't know. If they're on our planet, then they're probably smarter than we are. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll entertain the idea that they might be controlling things. I just don't get the idea that, like, people have any say on it. It's just like, if you have a bunch of cats outside your house, like, you might feed a couple of them and favor them because they keep the mice away. But, like, those cats have no say in what you do in your life. Like, it's just a very different level of awareness. I just feel like it's like that. Like, we don't, they don't give a shit what we're doing or what we're not. Like, like you don't think so? I mean, they, it doesn't might, matter. Be, they might be the ones that are, like, sitting fat right now and pretty. Like, they have, I don't know, they might be the bankers. Maybe they're the fucking central bankers. Maybe they're the fucking Rothschilds. Or maybe they're the people behind the fucking Rothschilds. I don't, I don't know. Or what are your thoughts on that really? Well, she's not. I, I'm. I've had a few beers, so I'm gonna over uh, emphasize how sexy she is. But she was cute, dude. How about that chick on the airplane that was like, "I don't care. You can believe me or not believe me. That guy is not real." <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think about that? Was there a reptilian shapeshifter on that airplane, Tony? Possibly, possibly if she was high as fuck. I mean, you know, it's <laughs> if she was high. Right. You're not even going to like imagine that maybe there was like do you th do you leave room for the possibility that there are reptilian reptilian shape-shifting creatures that are inhabiting the same space as us right here right now i don't i mean who knows what's actually going on my thoughts on it is that they're not necessarily occupying the same space but they can interface in a way kind of like um like we're not it, we're not sharing the same space but we're communicating so it's kind of like that. Like, I know you're doing, you kind of know what I'm doing. But it's probably a little bit more interdimensional. And I don't think that they would need planes to travel. They would just kind of go in and out of people. Um, I think it's more of like, I think that they use our bodies kind of more like vessels. And they just kind of insert themselves and kind of use them. But then just like. I mean, but, that's where I was for a long time. And that's yeah. where I am sometimes too. Um, but like, tell me the difference between that and demon possession. Well, the only difference really What's is. Difference? Like, not, not, <laughs> not much. I mean, the only difference would be like, one is like pure evil in some kind of thought way. And the other one is just like this other entity that may be evil maybe just different, maybe like, maybe has its own agenda and is outside of our moral system. But like, outside of all of that, like, it's definitely like a possession. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I would think that anything that like, because like, we've given the idea of a demon to be this evil thing. But like, how the fuck do we, you know what I mean? It's like, it, it's this otherworldly creature that is taking your body without consent and inhibiting like doing their fucking will you know and like so to me that sounds pretty goddamn evil but it's all it exists in nature like that's a pattern that exists everywhere in nature it's like those flies that will get possessed by that brain parasite and they'll drown themselves so they can be eaten by the um 
whatever fish they get eaten by. Like the majority of fucking praying mantises that all have those fucking giant worms inside of them. Yeah, like um, toxoplasmosis. Like mice will become attracted to cats. So like. Oh. That's why I'm saying that, like, demons get a bad rap. Let's say that demons are those things. They have a bad rap because we happen to be humans. and We don't want a parasite that takes over our mind and makes it do things that we don't want to do. Yeah, and I think that a lot of the times, like, we just get stuck in these metaphors of, like, practically, like, yeah, like, we do not want this. It's good. So we're just, like, it's evil. And that works. It may not, it may, it may be accurate. I don't know. I tend to think that well, it's just. Dude, from the praying mantis's perspective, that was yeah. evil as fuck. Oh, sure <laughs> it is. Sure it is. But like, it's also just part of the cycle of nature. And there's like, to me, it's like absurd to think that we don't, we don't have predators just because we don't see predators. Because it doesn't work like that. Like sometimes animals are very unaware of the things that are preying on them. So why would that be like, what's more likely that that pattern continues with us or that we just don't have any natural predators outside of like things that we can deal with, like bears and alligators. But like, I don't know, man, you, you've kind of, you've told me this theory before and I think it's compelling. It's fucking fascinating because it's like, I think about all the people that have gone missing and like, uh, like, let's say the, the missing 411 and things like that. Where it's like there's literal families that are like walking together. And someone will be like right next to me. Like you and I taking a walk in the woods. And I and I'm walking with you and we're having a conversation. You stop talking and I turn around and you're just gone. And people are like, what? Like and they're like, they'll get search parties together and they'll comb every fucking square inch of this place like in a fucking 50 mile radius and there's no trace of you. There's no footprints. You just disappeared. And yeah. that's weird and crazy and hard to explain where there'll be a story where just like a kid, like where my son is like literally like just like a couple feet behind me and I turn around and they're just, they're just gone without a fucking trace. And, it, and it's wild to me. Like if there were something interdimensional that is preying on us, like I like to, I think about it in all kinds of different ways because, like, even uh, um, is it David Politis? Who's the guy that I think he's the guy from the Missing Four One One, right? Am I tripping? Um, I'll find out. I can't remember. Um, we're Facebook friends. I should fucking know this. Uh, he's he's a nice guy. Um, anyways, I should probably reach out to him. Probably talk to him. Interesting dude, smart dude. Uh, Missing Four One One was Four One One was a really interesting idea, but if you. I even think that he is now pushing it in this direction where he goes like, look, I, I don't know why, but I haven't seen the new documentary and I don't even know if it's out yet, but I think it is um, where he's like, look, there's these fucking UFOs that we can't explain that are showing up in these places and are in so many of these stories and people don't want to hear this. Like they're, they're on board when you're talking about people just going missing and they're like, Oh my God, what happened? And then when this person like talks about like a UFO being there, then like your normies are like, whatever you know but it, it is something and there is something to it and it's kind of fucking unexplainable and fucking scary and crazy that there are these ufos that are like appearing when these people are going missing and it could not, be not different time but sometimes and these are could be completely unrelated phenomena too so we could could be, multiple... but like 
to not even be allowed to ask that question is crazy. No, no, it is. But like, but like, you could have UFOs doing whatever UFO stuff and taking people. You could have people getting possessed all the time. Like we were talking about ticks and Lyme disease. That could be part of it. It could lead to deeper possessions. People get all sorts of weird mental problems where it's um, people become anorexic where, where they just think they're fat even though they're wasting away. Right? You're like, what is that? You can look at a mirror and you know that you know you can see your ribs, you can see your bones. And just like they still cannot eat, right? Like, what is that? What is that disconnect? To bring this to the trance thing, well, like, dude, they don't even see it. Maybe they still look in the mirror and they will see fat. Yeah, so like we have where everyone these. else looks at them, like you're saying, you see skin and fucking bones and their ribs hanging out. You're like, what the fuck? And they're like, yeah, I know, I'm fat, aren't I? And they literally see that. The mind is a fucking crazy thing, man, too. Like, we can trick ourselves into belief in all sorts of shit. Fucking terrifying being conscious. And all these things that can play havoc with it. So, we live in a truly weird world. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's like, we don't like to think about all of this shit. So, like, a lot of people just do want to be normie because this shit gets really dark. It gets really uncomfortable. We become a lot less safe. Like, now I'm no longer just in a house and I'm safe from the outside world with these walls because those interdimensional creatures don't give a shit about that. Whatever aliens out there, like, they're not going to be stopped by my fucking lock on my door. You know, they didn't travel for fucking 20 galaxies away and just been like, we can't figure out a deadlock, you know, so we become vulnerable. And that is our true condition. Yeah, man, it's it's fucking bizarre, dude. Where we tell all these fucking stories to explain these these scary occurrences that happen, and like that was the whole like Joe Rogan was the first person to kind of explain this as far as like for me at least, you know. I mean, there's been a million people before him to talk about this sort of thing where the whole concept of like aliens, werewolves, fucking Bigfoot, and this and that and the other was about like people moving to cities, and once you're in a city. Like, lions aren't going to come into the city and fucking scoop you out anymore. But you still have these ideas of these scary fucking creatures. And so they they turn into myth. They turn into stories. They turn into tales about these, like, creatures that if you venture out, then these monsters will get you. And they probably had an actual real source. But I'm also kind of a weirdo that believes in this paranormal, in these old stories. I think that there is something to the tales of fairies and the tales of fucking goblins and trolls and tales of vampires and these tales of werewolves. I think that there's something more supernatural to it. And I don't believe in dinosaurs, but I do believe in dragons. And um, it's, it's fucking weird, man. The world is more wild and crazy to me than it is to normal people, I think. Um, And I give some of these old stories more credit than the mainstream does, than, uh, than the folks that are, uh, you know, the folks that are listening to your normal fucking bullshit. I, I think that there's something to it. Um, I still, I am hunting for Bigfoot as we speak. I don't know, Tony. What do you think, buddy? Where are you at the paranormal right now? Um, I 
don't have a lot of experience with it, so I don't know. I've an open mind to it. I just, I think it's something. I, I do think that with a lot of things like this, I think that we're trying to fit an experience into our brains, and our brains is going to filter that. But it's also not capable of truly capturing what an experience is. So, like, you know, like if you live with a dog or something like that, you go about your day, you go, you drive your car around. Your dog has no fucking clue on what you're doing or what, you, what you're doing is a complete mystery. And it probably has its own weird idea of what's going on. And I feel like that's just the way that we are with a lot of this stuff is we're, we're telling ourselves stories the best we can. And, you know, whatever's out there. Like they get their own agendas and yeah, it's hard enough just to connect to another human and have a conversation and be like, not have miscommunication. So like when you start to get to interdimensional creatures, I'm like, there's going to be some shit lost in translation and it's, (laughs) but yeah, I I think, I think the weirdest thing that could possibly be is that the world is exactly the way that we think it is now. You know what I mean? Like, like what would be weirder than, you know, the universe just came into existence for no apparent reason. And then after some time, things became alive. And then some of those alive things became conscious. And then from that, like, intelligence grew. And like that, like, that's, that's just that to me is more unbelievable than Bigfoot. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 I don't know if we've ever even had this conversation before, but like, have you had any like paranormal experiences? Have you ever like had any ghost experiences? Like, have you had anything that like, like as a kid, like some creepy shit or like, I don't know if we've ever even discussed that before. I mean, I've been creeped out before. I've had like sensations of like, like just kind of like a bad feeling about something, but nothing that I could say like that was definitively like something odd you know maybe coincidences where like i'll be calling someone like i haven't talked to you in like months and they're calling me at the same time like that kind of stuff and i do think there's like a kind of telepathy synchronicities yeah and i think that like i i kind of take the idea that like it's good to have a foot in both worlds and be um just try to figure out, like, okay, like, there's probably a rational explanation for this, but it doesn't mean the rational explanation. I think there's a little bit more magic in the world. There's a little bit more um, stuff going on behind the scenes than we can even perceive. Because, like, we're here, like, the, the biggest mystery of all is, like, we're conscious. You're conscious, I'm conscious. Like, that right there is a very weird experience. There's, there should be no consciousness in the world unless it's always been here, right? Because it couldn't just come. Like, this whole idea that it just, it's an emergent property, like, it just came about because things got complicated. Like, that makes absolutely no fucking sense. Consciousness is not something that just comes about. Like, yeah, it's dude, not I mean, to me, that's the most crazy thing, where, like, I love Thomas. Thomas is fucking brilliant, but he's kind of one of the folks that, like, I mean, Thomas is all over the place, and he doesn't necessarily yeah. say he knows anything, but, like, one of the things... He talks about is like the stoned ape theory and i and i like that theory to some extent where like you have some ape that like starts eating fucking mushrooms and it start like it gets some high as shit and then it starts expanding the gray matter in their brain 
And all of a sudden, this is where consciousness arises from. But I'm like, dude, there's other animals that fucking eat. Like, there's other animals <laughs> that eat mushrooms right now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. And, and like, how did these like particular monkeys, they were just like, they were like able to like eat this and then and it just expanded their fucking brain. Like, I, I think there's still more holes in the theories that, that like, I absolutely think that like mushrooms. Okay. To me, people will say I'm stupid and that's fine. And they'll say, you're just retarded for believing in this. But I feel that like we had a creator to this universe. This universe was created um, as like a fucking almost like Goldilocks paradise for human beings. We are created by the creator with these fucking thoughts, feelings, consciousness. Like this is what was made for us. Like we're here specifically. We're not random. We're not here just because we didn't just evolve like for this place, like this place was made for us. Like we're here. We we are, this is the garden of Eden and we're here right now. And to me, I think that probably uh, our brains have evolved alongside by using psilocybin and things like that. Like my consciousness has expanded my thoughts. My like entire world has grown because of psilocybin. Um, I don't know, dude. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I know you're probably not on board with like, creationism and well well, well, yeah i'll say like i I, well consciousness had to bend there before we started eating mushrooms because like there was something there before that and i definitely think yeah like it makes sense that it augmented it to some degree um to the degree that we went from like monkeys like there, there had to be something else I'm completely open to the idea that we've been genetically modified by something like it sounds possible, dude, like an interdimensional, extra dimensional, like whatever that is. But like, I think that that makes sense to me that we were this kind of hominid and then something came down and just tweaked a couple of DNA strands and they go like, okay, now we got this. It's a weird one, man, right? I mean, the whole Anunnaki story and then how it connects to the Bible with, like, the Watchers, where these, like, powerful beings that were created by God were here to watch over us. And then they were like, hmm, that shit got a fat dumper, though. And (laughs) they come down here and they start impregnating some human uh, women and then start creating, like, the Nephilim. And in that way, like, are we... I think that like people are like looking for the Nephilim where they think the Nephilim is dead. I think that if in that way we are the Nephilim, I think that we are the hybrid species of maybe this higher dimensional being that came down and humped whatever we were. And so in that way, like, I mean, this is, these are all theories that like, I'm not the first to fucking discuss this stuff, but like maybe some of those hominids that before the evolution are still around and that's what Bigfoot is. You know, that's that's like our cousin that didn't get the alien mix or maybe they're the mix. I don't know, man. It's it's a fucking it's a weird it's a fun one, man. We're a weird species like we just do weird like. We're talking right now on a computer like fucking how the fuck far away are you like 16 hour drive, 24 hour drive like we're sitting here talking about like how did we become here? Like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) <laughs> and we've adapted over the course of our lifetimes because this shit was not here 20 years ago. And we figured out how to use this stuff. Yeah, and it's like, we don't believe in magic anymore. This is magic, world. dude. Yeah, exactly. That's the wild thing. Is like, we're all magicians now. And we're like, magic's not real. 
Kazam. <laughs> yeah, and it's like it's such ignorance about the nature of like what magic is. And it's like no, it's not fireworks like... were magic, dude. Yeah, it's, it's like, like the dudes that like could do fireworks that had gunpowder knew the secret, the occult knowledge of gunpowder. They could make fucking you know what I mean. They could make a bottle rocket that was considered high magic. Yeah. Yeah, it's wild, man. Yeah, I don't know. It's we'll never know all the answers, but I love asking questions. Like that's what we're here for, man. I think that's ultimately is just to ask questions. <laughs> yeah, buddy, we're a little past two hours, and it's probably what is this eleven o'clock your time? It's midnight. No, it's not. It's eleven o'clock. Yeah, yeah, we've been going. I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna let you get some sleep. All right, take care. It's fun, man. Let's fucking do it again. Let's do it more often because it's been a minute. Yeah, man. And if you ever want to get a job, I'm cooking up testicles. I think you got the spot down there. You got the hookup for the testicles over there. Ah, shit, man. Can do that shit anywhere. Yeah. No one's doing it. No matter where you go. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a reason sometimes that people aren't doing stuff because the testicles are gross. <laughs> They're not good. It, you can batter them, you can fry them, and you can try to make them palatable. But at the end of the day, I'd rather eat like anything else deep fried. You know, anything that needs, anything that you need to batter up and completely hide the flavor of that you're eating because it's weird. It's like, something yeah. you don't, like you know what I mean? Like, like. I had kidneys and like kidneys were fucking great, but like I had them like kid, like I didn't do anything with too many batter them up and um Yeah. Yeah. When um almost anything else is better. So <laughs> yeah, brother. All right. All right. Cheers, my Take friend. Care. Take care, man.